and we're back. Day two, dude. Day two, Salinas yeah, Valley Comic Con. Day one. We survived day one. Maybe. <laughs> Some files may have been corrupted, yeah. bro. How are we going to edit this down? That's my question. How is this going to finally come out? We have like eight interviews so far. It's 11 a.m. Was it eight? I don't know. I was hella I like sounding dramatic it, on TV. Yeah. Well, this is radio or yeah. podcast. Yeah. But dramatic nonetheless. Yeah. No, we had a we had a, a fair amount. Uh, yesterday we got to interview Ariel, yeah, uh, Squirrel Girl. That dude, he was from Destiny or from a video Destiny video uh, game. Oh, the cosplayer, yeah, he made his costume from Destiny. One of the, I don't know, it was awesome. Power armor, bro. <laughs> yeah, and we interviewed a video game developer from Salinas. Mm-hmm. Tinkerbell, we Tinkerbell. interviewed Tinkerbell. Who's now Kim Possible? Come on, what's going on yeah, here? Yeah, you see what's going that? on here. <laughs> and we got um, Chris, oh, yeah. the Pokemon. Chris, Pokemon. I'm telling Pokemon. his story. <laughs> Pokemon, yeah, yeah, Pokemon. That's a great story. Uh, actual physical story. You can buy that story. Mm-hmm. Vis- visual learning, in case you can't comprehend the, <laughs> yeah. the audible version. The you know? stabby stab. <laughs> this is cool, man. Uh, been a good event yeah it's fun sunday morning a little slow all kinds of people at church this is salinas you know i don't even think about that i don't think they did either but yeah it's no i mean it's it's just how it goes man every year it's gonna be on the weekend you know the second day is always time. gonna be slower it's, but yesterday was good that I mean, too you it know was, at 11 a.m was kind of like this as well so i shouldn't talk shit two hours is gonna be packed i think it was more i'm gonna go with hectic <laughs> Yesterday, we had the two little girls dressed like that costume maker from Incredibles. Yeah, with the big old glasses and the hair and the red coats. That was, that was. It was my fucking highlight. Um, partake in the competition? Okay. Yeah, they they were, dude, that's what I got there, huh? Yeah, that's what I tripped out. They walked to the middle of the stage and they stood there like they're supposed to. And I was like, what the fuck? They were like five years old for anyone I think what helps is that they're in costume. So, you remember... What was the name of the movie with Adam Sandler and the the little kid, Big Daddy? Big Daddy. You know how like the kid would put on the sunglasses and he could he'd be all cool. Yeah. I think that helps because I know a lot of people, they're well, they're not really social, you know. And when you you're put, a kid, you could totally get lost in your costume. Mm-hmm, like, you exactly. put a cowboy, like you could really see yourself as a cowboy. Yeah. I remember them days. Back in those days. Yeah. But it, I mean, but this is cool. Uh, it's a small event. I mean, I'm seeing cash getting exchanged right now. That that's really what matters as well. well not really what matters. Uh, fucking, fucking capitalist over here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, if the movie, if the money's moving, then it's gonna, they're gonna keep doing events, right? Like, I yeah. think it. Yeah. We Tinkerbell was from Sacramento, which I, I know that's not canon, but. <laughs> this Tinkerbell from Neverland, bro. Yeah, yeah. apparently it's called. It's, apparently, Neverland is is in, in Sacramento. Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> it's a faraway land from yeah. where did the movie start off? Like in London. So it kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah, because yeah, I remember the clock tower. So Big so, Ben, bro. What's up? <laughs> that's true. That's the other side of the world. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I mean, they it cost them money to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to set up their booth. They had to get a hotel. Mm-hmm. They had to eat. I still want to ask them, what are, what are the chances they had dinner in Salinas? I'm thinking 5%. No, I'm not going to go zero. Yeah, well, I'm mean, an optimist. 
Well, I want to say, like, unless... Because you know how, like, everyone's always, like... They close all the businesses by 8, and... She was saying midnight over here. Remember, she was like, Sacramento closes at midnight. That's kind of early. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was the night owl. She said. Huh? She was a night owl? Like... Oh person. yeah. So I was just oh, gonna say, add on like, damn, no. that's a rude way to talk about her. <laughs> <laughs> no, my man. She was. She belongs here. Yeah. No, but I mean, yeah. If if you ate dinner right after the convention, then yeah, there's a chance I was in town. Quick bite, come on. No, you're out of town. You're not gonna do a quick bite. You're gonna go to a nice sit-down restaurant. You're essentially at work. Well, that. That's that it. is exactly it. They're working. They're, they do this all the time. You think they're really going to find somewhere nice in every town? It's going to get expensive. We have Monterey here. Not everybody has Monterey. That is true. You know, you could, or they could be always with Carmel. Yeah. This and that. I believe Pacific they did Grove. that. Which, I mean, not, not to talk shit about my town. I love my town. But I think most people that come here and here only for a little bit would probably rather go out to Monterey for a restaurant. Not that we don't have anything. For the sake of, not even for the sake of, like, I want to argue, but you're totally right. <laughs> I would. Yeah. Well, and that being said, I, I was, I was literally, I was thinking about it last night at the pub because beer makes you think. <laughs> but it's not like, the weed, the beer. The beer, yeah, man. <laughs> like your dry shower thoughts. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no, no shower involves. But oh, what I'm gonna steal. My it's bad. It's freaking busy. Like. The Friday, Saturday nights downtown have to be busy enough to like somebody. When's the next bar gonna open? You know. Yeah. If another bar opened, it'd be, it wouldn't be struggling for customers at this point. I don't think. Yeah. Who's it gonna be? Well, I mean, assuming where and what kind of theme, you know, like you got the pub that's big just booty theme. <laughs> oh, a strip club in Selena? Let's do it. Dude, no, hell no. You know how they have those, like, those restaurants, like Twin Peaks and Hooters and stuff, where yeah. it's like, look at these girls' boobs? That's what we... Twin Peaks is? Yeah. And what is it, Kilt Lifter or something like that? I don't know if. I don't know about all that. I just know about Hooters. So, yeah, they, anyways. But there's several. What are they called? They call them Breastaurants. Breast. Yeah, dude. <laughs> they call them Breastaurants. That's um, terrible. So, uh, what if we do a more ethnic, quote unquote, one booty restaurant? Oh. Actually, I think every taqueria and Mexican restaurant's already like that, oh, right? Yeah. They already do that. <laughs> yeah. What, what? When did that start? I, I feel like that became a thing more recently. Because now you go to like the 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 hipper, the younger owned Mexican restaurants. And it's like all the girls are like in super tight black pants. Like waitresses and waiters or waiters just used to all, they always wear black. You know, that's your thing. But now it's like this spandex. And it's like, when did this happen at Mexican restaurants? It used to be just a regular person to come take your order. But now it's always this girl in tight black clothes. Well, I'm sure it worked somewhere and everyone saw, you know. You, 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 I you, think you hire a cute girl to be the cashier at the store. I mean, I don't mean to belittle no one, but... It sucks that that works. Yeah. Only because I'm not cute <laughs> and a girl. <laughs> like, come on, let's be real. That That's a thing, you know? I know some people want to be like, no, like... No, like... Pretty, like no, yeah. it's... If you're pretty, you have different options in life. Mm-hmm. 
Not saying better or worse. Like cosplaying? What's up? <laughs> no, hell no. Not to judge people by their looks, but that means I'm about to judge people by their looks. Right. <laughs> a lot of the people that were cosplayed or dressed up, I mean, I don't know if you consider them, if they would be attractive. Your character, you know, you're mm-hmm. playing a character. There's ugly characters. That's terrible. I feel completely, uh, this is, uh, uh, Cujo brought up this conversation. I, I, I got on. I want, I want off of this right. I don't even know how this started. Shit. Hey, stay on topic. Stay on topic. Yeah. Nah. No. <laughs> we're, we're looking around at Comic-Con. Again, it's just a little bit slower. We probably should be taking this opportunity to interview people. Mm-hmm. Two hours from now when it's all busy, we're going to be like, hey, can we stop you from making money so you can come talk on our show? Oh. Speaking of, eh. What I, is I this? talked to the toy guy and uh, I, I, I um, remember yesterday he wanted to be on and I was like, I didn't want to go get him. But oh, I, what, what do you mean? Who's the toy guy? I need some. Well, I, I don't know who this is. I just wanted the to give a little shout out because I said I'd do a little shout out. I, I can't remember his name. Is the thing I think you have we, a freaking. Thing we call him you. Big Mike, and he has a store. It, it literally says Big Mike front. on his flyer. Does it? Yeah. Bottom right. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Unjustice Toys. Um, they open at at the Selena Self Storage off of Harrison. So there's that. They sell stuff out of a storage? Yeah, a lot of people do, First bro. of all, there's like illegal. Is, oh, it is. Pretty sure that's illegal. Um, I'm not saying not to, but, well, I mean, well, I mean city, if the city shuts him down or some shit. Well, it's funny because I know it's popular. I don't know about this one in particular, but. I bet he's hella smart and it's right outside the city limits. I think this. So it's up to the county to do something, but they're like, is. we don't care about you selling. Yeah. He's not selling drugs out of the self-storage. <laughs> well, I guess this is like adult drugs for, like, toys. Yeah, wait. It's, it's my drug. Because adult I guess adult do drugs. Yeah, I know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not figure out the logistics anyways. Yeah, but... There's, well, there's an underground there's a, toy salesman, and what, what does he do? Like, does he sell collectibles? Oh, or? yeah. He's got all kinds of, like, Legos out there. Dude, the toys, and you can tell these boxes are, like, 30 years old, bro. Really? We, we were seeing some Beetlejuice stuff, right? I hadn't even Say seen it. Two it. More times. it out. What's up? Say it two more times. Beetlejuice? Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm like holding it back, bro. Yeah, but anyways, Beetlejuice toys. E, that's three. Anyways. Pops out of the pillar. But one of them's like a candy making type deal. You remember that from the 90s? Make your own candy and eat it like the creepy crawlies. Yeah, well. I do remember. I do. Re- I also remember never getting that as a child. Me either. I hella wanted it though. Hell yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make a concoction and make like have it taste good you know <laughs> mexican parents would be like nah you're gonna poison yourself exactly like, it's for kids dude <laughs> you're not gonna poison us yeah but they didn't get it yeah you still what's this character right there a lot of horns a lot of horned characters mm-hmm. she's a dragon she's a dragon yeah miss kobayashi's dragon maid bro they're like <laughs> It's so interesting yeah. how you just know all this. <laughs> it's pretty difficult to stump you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I'm a nerd geek, whatever. Yeah. Bro. You know how that goes. Well, like, and you know more of those just by passing, right? You don't like the anime stuff? I know much. some anime because a bunch of my friends watch anime, and sometimes I watch it with them, you know? But, like, that one in particular, like, I actually enjoyed, so I watched oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's how I knew. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Never mind, I'm not that big a fan. <laughs> hey, Dragon, what's your name? Yeah. Um, uh, but a lot of it was also video game stuff, right? Yeah. It, was, it seemed like it was mostly video game, but the costumes and I stuff. I mean, dude, there's a lot of anime right now. Maybe oh. second day is anime day? 
Well, it's weird Anime day. Anime day? Anime, Anime day. day. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. That'd be pretty neat. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it, it is. Actually, as we said, as I was saying, it was empty, but it, as we're talking, it's just trickling and trickling and trickling. You, you... Quote unquote cursed it, bro. I brought the crowd. <laughs> I brought the crowd. We're not live, but I brought the crowd. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. They could just sense you, my your presence. Bo- your voice boomed, and you summoned the horde, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I no, like that. Nice. There's no repeats, man. Like people, it's like a real fashion show. Mm-hmm. Nobody's dressed the same as they were yesterday, which means that so many people had two outfits. Well, like, like all the girls in outfits were saying, like, yeah, everyone. They said they had more than two, right? Dude, they must have been looking at their closet, like, dude, what am I wearing for these two days? Even Ariel, bro, has a different Ariel costume today. She has the traditional one. Yeah, you saw? Yeah, Yeah. yesterday was the big pink dress. Today is the more traditional subdued blue dress. Well, isn't Ariel traditional, like, a mermaid? The fish? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to pour water on her. <laughs> you look like you're struggling. Um, there was... What What was the other princess? Was that also... Belle. That was another From Beauty and the Beast? Belle. Oh. Today? I didn't, I didn't see a I second one. I walked like in and just saw Ariel and... Today. Or what's the one? Oh, Cinderella. I think she's Cinderella. When, like... Well, before the transformation, mm-hmm. you know. I'll have to take before a Before she transmorgified. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, that's the one I, I just, I remember like all the, the animals helping her clean and shit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same dress from that scene. Blonde? Is she, no, I think Well, so. I mean, a lot of them are blonde, so that's not going to help me narrow it down. And Racist. I guess yeah. Disney. <laughs> no. Oh, right? <laughs> hey, man, I it was a good that piece. character over there. I know that one's called Tracer. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I know that much. Overwatch is too popular, bro. How long did her hair take and what did she that's do? That's her hair, right? I think. I don't know. It looks like an artichoke <laughs> in layers. <laughs> it does. Well, it not that like, it looks like a, yeah. Anyway. It looks like a brown artichoke. Yeah, mm. it, it does. Well, that also sounds like a sex move, the brown artichoke. The br- <laughs> oh, no. That sounds like it would hurt. <laughs> it was invented by Marilyn Monroe in Castroville in the 50s. Uh, wow. Crazy lady. Whoa, Keep it local, man. Keep it local. <laughs> it's <in> Castroville. <laughs> but... Hell yeah. Anyway, take a little break real quick, walk around, Yeah. find some people to talk to. I might be gone after this, so if that happens, I I, I got you, bro. I got you. <laughs> yeah, it was a good show, man. Yeah, boy. It was a good show yesterday. We got some good interviews. Hopefully, we get some more good interviews today. It's going to be a good time. We'll, yeah, we'll be back. Yeah, boy. All right, we're back. Cujo's gone, finally. Finally, we got the dead weight out of here. <laughs> so anyway, went out and got uh, one of the artists that's that's presenting here, and also a friend, which is super cool, Alex Schumacher. Yay! Hi. What's up, Alex? How's it going? Good, Oz. How are you, man? Uh, I'm all right. This is cool. I'm I'm enjoying this event. I, I really left yesterday kind of giddy. It was it was, it was fun to be a part of it, yeah. and uh, it seemed like a good event. How, how's it going for you? It's gone actually pretty well, surprisingly. Um, yeah. You know, my stuff tends to be a little bit more based in reality. So I think when a lot of people come to these shows, they're, they're maybe looking for more genre work, sci-fi, fantasy, things, superheroes, yeah. uh, which my stories don't necessarily fall into those categories. But yeah, yesterday seemed to be getting some pretty good interest and in, uh, people 
tended to enjoy the more like political social commentary yeah. slant to some of my stuff. So yeah, it went yesterday ended on a pretty high note, which is nice. I saw, I think it was on your Instagram or something. It was, it looked like it was a, a kid that came over to your, to yeah. your booth or something. And, and again, like you said, what you do, I guess it, it's adult and because you talk about real life and you're an adult. Right. Um, and so I, I thought it was cool that the, you know the younger generation could see that you know it's not all like Superman and Iron Man and Batman and stuff comics you know yeah um, and and you know it's funny because America is the the place where comics were sort of born yeah but we're the only country that has that art form where we there's this stigma with comics you know you, you, if you say you make comic books to somebody they automatically think Marvel or DC or superheroes yeah. you know. Whereas anywhere else in the world, France, Japan, any of the places where comics are really big, it, it's across the board. There's, you know, slice of life, there's fantasy, there's everything. And yeah. everybody knows that comics are, uh, you know, sort of a valid literary form. Whereas here, that stigma is starting to erode a little bit, which is good. But, yeah, it, it could be hard to find people to, you know, like what I am doing. Yeah. And um, you, but, yeah, the kids that came by were actually from the Monterey County Boys and Girls Club. Oh. Um, one of the organizers there saw what I was doing. And I have, because I have children's books, too. I, yeah. did, I did a picture book and sort of an all-ages book. So there's definitely stuff for every age. And, well, your your main stuff is, uh, well, I'm still curious, what's Defiling the Illiter Illiterati is one of your yeah. books, right? That, yeah, that, that was my collection, or is my collection, oh, okay. of um, comics that I did for literary magazines throughout, like, 2016, 2017. Yeah. Uh, so, it, and some of those, some of the Mr. Butterchips, which is the monthly strip that I yeah, do that I know you know. I know, must have, yeah. Yeah, um, so some of those are collected in there, but I still do that monthly, and then the weekly decades of an experience, so... Most of the now, stuff okay. that I do is geared towards adults or a mature audience. What's the name of that character, the main character of the, the inexperience? That kid's inexperience is uh, Luke Carlin. So he's like, a, he's a 30-something, trying to figure everything out. He, uh, I, I find that stories about artists tend to be one of two varieties. It's either the, you know, hopeful who's just starting their career or it's like the jaded person who's gone through the ringer and has just given up because they failed. Whereas Decades of an Experience, he, the, the main character is an aspiring cartoonist, so obviously I had to do a lot of research for yeah. that. Um, <laughs> but it, it's, it's the period where you're still trying, and even though you maybe haven't necessarily succeeded, you're not wallowing in self-defeat or failure either. So it's it's an interesting sort of in-between place that I think I've found with this comic that people that t tends to resonate with people I think and where can they find it um, it's it's published by an online um, publisher called Antics Press and we also have the archives up at decadesofinexperience.com okay and you yeah. can you can and how far back does that go? How back are those archives? We just finished the third year, actually. Uh, so oh, it's, we, we have a Patreon page, and it's, it's just like patreon.com backslash Alex Schumacher, I think. Um, but we're going to put up the first two years there as well. So the whole third year is up at decadesofinexperience.com uh, right yeah. now. And then it, and it comes out weekly. It does, yeah. So we usually do... Uh, for about the first 50 weeks of the year, and then we take the last two weeks of the year off. Oh, so there's geez. about 50 episodes every year, so we just got to like the 150th episode, which Do, is kind of crazy. Is there kind of like a storyline, or are they all independent every week? It's there. There are some that will, 
you know, be continual through like one or two weeks, well, two weeks. Um, but most of it is just standalone. And I, the way I imagined it is, is sort of an interpretation of life, right? So moments aren't necessarily linear or, or you know, happen right after another. Yeah. So the way I've done it is just, it, it is, as far as time goes, it is, um, you, you know, sequential, but it's not necessarily uh, one storyline. Yeah. It's just Luke sort of navigating this tumultuous time in his life. Yeah, and when it's yeah. cool, because it allows you to be topical, you know? Right, so. yeah, and, and we do, the drafts are written, you know, one or two weeks before the episode comes out. So like you said, it's very easy to sort of comment on whatever may be happening in, you know, political world or social world or, any of those type things that we want to cover. And I'm assuming, do you work at multiple multiple episodes at once or just focus on one episode at a time? one at a time. So in the, the first couple of years, it was what I describe as illustrated flash fiction because it was only two illustrations and then a lot of text. I was finding that people didn't want to necessarily read that much if there weren't enough pictures to go along with it. Yeah. Because when you think webcomic, you think of a comic. So this year, we actually changed the format to be a full-page comic. Oh. So... Now it, it's I probably should work a little bit in advance, but I'm basically drawing that week's episode, you know, three or four days before it actually comes out. And work for South Park, man. So it, it for there you. you go. Yeah. So it's it's sort of this, I don't know, um, shotgun <laughs> haphazard yeah. way of going about it. But it's it's worked for this year, so we'll see how it goes. Hell yeah! Well, and the question I've asked pretty much everybody on here: How many of these events do you go to every year? I honestly don't go to a lot, probably three or four. Um, this one, obviously, since it's here in our yeah, hometown. Local, yeah. I go to the Central Coast Pop Expo, which is in Santa Cruz in October. Um, I did go to the Alternative Press Expo when it was still around, but that's unfortunately been dissolved at this point. And I'm looking into the Las Vegas one for next year because I have a friend out there who wants to share a table and you know he'll put me up out there. So I may be doing that yeah, next that's, year. That's a big one right there. Yeah, that could be really cool. So not not too far to travel for, for us. Yeah, nice. yeah, no, Las Vegas is right there. And is there any new works in, coming out or are you working on anything else? Not coming out. Uh, we'll start the new year of Decades of Inexperience in, I think it's January 11th is when that's gonna premiere. And then I have a new graphic novel that I'm working on and a, a couple of literary agents who are considering representing it for the trade publishing market. Yeah. So that's in the works right now. So I can't really go cool. into too much yeah. of like what it's about, but, but it's, it's another slice of life sort of based in reality story. So I'm, I'm hoping to get that out because it's a very uh, special and, and personal story for me. And is there a, like a community around here of, of, of artists like you? Do you guys hang out at coffee shops and... Pass ideas around? Or uh, no. On the beach? There's, yeah, we, we go to the beach. Yeah. We regularly have bonfires yeah, and barbecues. Running naked through the water. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what this we do. This is how Dolly did it back in the day. No, there's, there's a small community. Most of us tend to find ourselves so busy with projects that we can't get together that much. But there, there is a group that we've sort of cobbled together that we'll meet up once a month sometimes if we're actually... Uh, being dedicated to it, so we just get together and shoot the shit and talk talk about the craft. Uh, yeah. But it's a, it's a small community for sure. Yeah, it's 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 interesting here. I mean, it's cool because it it's so welcoming in a way. You know, it's so yeah. little that anyone that wants to come in, it's like you're welcome, come join. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, and, and you know, that's 
that's the thing I found too about conventions. It's nice to go here because you're you're so isolated a lot of the time with being a cartoonist or a writer or any of those professions. It's very solitary. So it's nice to get out and actually interact with people once in a while. And yeah. I think a lot of us are introverts anyway. <laughs> so, you know, it's not necessary for us to go out, but it is nice to actually interact with your fellow creators and people who may like your work and you can actually have that face-to-face -face connection with them, which most of the time you don't get with comics. Yeah, no, it's really cool meeting the, the other people. Again, being here as you know, having a little table ourselves. After yesterday, it's like, wow, we, those are all friends now. You know, those, those are right. all people, and they have amazing stories. Yeah. You know, these, these cosplayers, I don't know how they find the time to do what, what they do. I know. And, and that's what's cool they're, about... They're pretty intense, man. The, the work that they put into those is kind of incredible. It, it's so realistic. I it's, feel like it started with people drawing stuff on cardboard and then, like, taping that to their arms and legs and and now it's incredibly detailed yeah. oriented work Dude, it's this big it's this amazing big thing and yeah. what it's cool to me is a bunch of these have well pretty much everybody here has a regular eight to five job sure this is all people's hobby and it's this great big event that came together yeah. and i don't know it, it's it's pretty cool it's yeah. pretty cool how people find the time to do that you know and the thing is too and i try to stress this to people when they ask me about it is if you're getting into cartooning or writing or cosplay or any kind of creative endeavor if you're getting into it to make money you're getting into it for the wrong reason because yeah. most likely you're never going to make a living at it if if you're not doing it because you love it, if it's if you're not doing it because you're compelled to do it every single day, then that's not then don't do it. Because yeah. if you're just doing it for money, if you're just doing it for recognition, you're not going to get those things, and you're going to be sorely disappointed. Yeah, right. You're going to be all bitter. Right. I mean that, and it is one of the. I kind of like that when people find out that we don't get paid to do this. Yeah. It, it feels it's a labor good. of love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I, it. There has been, you know, sometimes you're you're up at like three in the morning editing, and sure. you're just like, why, why? But you just do it, right. and I've never like looked back at anything and be like, fuck, why did I do it? Why did I work so hard there? I absolutely right. love everything I've done, and I don't know, it's just so much more rewarding. Don't get me wrong, yeah, yeah. money no, that, pays bills, right? <laughs> and that's always like you said when you're sitting there pulling your hair out and screaming, why am I doing this? You just said the answer is always because I love doing it. Yeah, that's the reason you do it. That's the reason I do it. And that's the only reason to commit to something like this, like comics or podcasting, because they are time consuming and they are hard work. And that's why if you're going into it expecting some sort of immediate, you know, recognition or reward, you're, you're just going to be really disappointed. Yeah. Again. <laughs> again, your hero, your, your favorite artist or whatever has worked at it for years. Sure. They oh, didn't yeah. get famous They're, just when not, you found not out. Not decades. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, again, my favorite phrase now that I like to use is it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. And, and, I, and I think being an artist, that's even more specific. Yeah. You know, and of course, any kind of craft takes a long time to become proficient. But it, yeah, it does seem to me that comics are one of those things that you work in the underground for so long and then you get maybe a hit and all of a sudden you're this you know, name and yeah. everybody's saying, where did this guy come from? <laughs> well, like, from the past 15 years of busting my ass, that's where I've come from. Yeah, I've been broke you know? this whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, now I'm here. Right. But I mean, and I love that again, again, happening here in Salinas, 
that people that think that you can't do that, you know, yeah. that like, well, man, I, I just go to Heart Now and work at Verizon, you know, like I can't right. be an artist and it's like, hey, guess what? Your favorite artist probably works at Costco on the side, you know? Right. Like, at the, yeah, and the thing is, if this is something that you truly want to do, yeah. you will find the time to do it. Yeah. If that's 20 minutes a day, if that's two hours a day, you'll find a way to complete a project. You know, you'll find a way to make sure that you have time to do it if it's something that you truly love. Hell yeah. I mean, and that's, I think that's a, that's a great point. Great way to end it. Is there any yeah. decadesofinexperience.com? Yeah. I want to plug everything. This is like all plugs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, decadesofinexperience.com. You find the full th third year run on there right now. Uh, my website is alexschumacherart.com, uh, and then you can people can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at ajschumacherart. That's both Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, if you look up Alex Schumacher, he's everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> that's he. That's him. But anyway, Alex, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Oz. Let you get back to making all this money. Sure, <laughs> sure. And oh wait, you have a you have a panel in ten minutes, right? I do. You have yeah. a ten, oh, so hey, let you go. Hey, thanks for coming on. All right, brother. Okay, so we're back, and I got another victim. I'm just sitting here looking at who's next, who's next. And I got one, one of our neighbors here. And can you introduce yourself first? Uh, my name is Ashton Taylor, and I am a professional cosplayer. And I, I enjoy comics and video games, not as much as a lot of people here. I know none of the characters. I got Tinkerbell yesterday. I was okay, so proud yeah. of myself. Um, so what are you dressed as? Who so are you? I am Faye Valentine from a very popular anime series called Cowboy Bebop. I've heard that name, and that's as far as I, I, I would go. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. What was her name? Uh, Faye Valentine. Faye Valentine. And does she have superpowers or anything? What is Cowboy? She does not. Uh, she was frozen in time, and then she comes out of this time capsule like 50 years later and world's totally different so she's like a space babe that just travels around space and tries to pay off her debt so oh, wow. <laughs> she she got in great. debt while she was frozen all her yeah, interest yeah. like it all compounded yeah, or yeah <laughs> to freeze her like the medical bill in the future is just r ridiculously high so so that oh, that's cool and we meant you mentioned right before we got on that you're also from sacramento like tinkerbell nikki nikki yes. party nikki, was yeah. for, was from Sacramento. You're also from Sacramento? Yes. Is this your first time down? It is, yes. In Salinas or just the Comic-Con? Uh, in, in Salinas. Oh, um, wow. Our friend Cammie was here last year, and so she invited us all to come this year because she had such a great time. So. She's like, it's pretty all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's great. This is fantastic. Well, actually, and that's what I've been asking everybody as well. Like I said, I, this isn't really my environment. I, you know, I like it here. That This was cool. Um, but you have experience going to more of these. How does this compare to any of the other ones? Uh, so it's really small. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. Uh, mm -hmm. It's more personal when they're smaller. So I really enjoy that. You get to talk to more people and interact more. It's not like a go, go, go. It's more, uh, <laughs> a hey, line. how's it going? Yeah. yeah. So I, I really like that. No, that's cool. That's part of the reason why I kind of hesitated right now to go over. You, there was like a great conversation happening at your table. And I oh, was like, yeah. Oh, I no, no, no. Anytime. We see each other like 24-7. So <laughs> yeah. pull us away. Hey, I'm pulling you guys apart <laughs> yeah. right now. Um, and so, oh, here was my question. for yeah. Now that you've been here a day, where did you guys go eat last night? We went to uh, like an Italian restaurant. In Salinas? Yeah. Oh, it was like, wow. Uh, I, I'm not sure where. It's like a little hole-in-the-wall kind of a place, and we got pasta. It was so good. I, I was like, I was talking with my co-host earlier, Cujo, who's not here now. 
um, I was like, what are the odds that they ate in Salinas? I said, I said 5%. Oh, okay. I, said, I think they went to Monterey. Why would you not go to Monterey? Yeah. To eat? Whoa, you stayed in town? Yeah, uh, I don't like driving in the dark. Uh, <laughs> so okay. I was the one that drove, and it was like five minutes away from our hotel. So it was just. Yeah, I'm sure easier. it was downtown. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's more relaxing to kind of stay local. So. Yeah, so did you just go to dinner and go back to your hotel? Or did yeah, you go um, no, get some drinks or anything? We went to a hot tub, and we all just got in what? the hot tub and girl talk. So it was, it was really fun. That. I'm so many people at the Comic Con were like, what? We weren't invited to the hot tub party? Yeah, yeah, no, it was just, <laughs> just a girl's night. It was, it was good. It was good. How, how is that traveling? I'm assuming you always travel as, as a group. Yeah. Um, does that ever get frustrating? Okay, so anytime you have a group of girls, you, you generally have a lot of drama. <laughs> uh, fortunately, everybody compliments each other really well. So uh, we're really good at being vocal if there's an issue or anything like that. It's... It's like a like a dream come true to, for me, because as a little girl, you always want to be a part of like other girl activities with cool <laughs> girls. So yeah. it's 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 really fun to be part of the the cool girls club. So, yeah, I mean, cosplayers are the cool girls. Huh? Yeah, yeah, and then the group of people that we have, everybody's just really nice, kind of no nonsense. We're just there to have a good time. It's yeah, that's that's one thing I, I found so so interesting. You guys are, are so approachable, so nice. Yeah. And this is already, I mean, it's a smaller one, but it is day two. You've already talked to a lot of people. Yeah. I'm sitting here kind of like, Ugh, why want to keep talking to people? But <laughs> you guys are just sitting there, so happy and so cheerful. Yeah. Um, how many of these do you do a year? How do you maintain the So, it's a good question. Um, I go to a lot of conventions, mostly larger ones. This is the second one that I've guested at. So I'm still really new at uh, interacting with people and stuff like that. I'm really shy, so it's it's been a journey, but I, I really enjoy it. Um, and hopefully next year I'll be able to do more, but... We go to a lot of the the larger ones most oh, of the time. Where I, we aren't we're, guests. We're kind of we famous. Just, we're kind of big. No, kind of oh, big no, deal. not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Oh, and uh, how do you? I'm, I, I'm wondering how to phrase this question, but yeah. because you guys are really all nerds. You oh know? yeah, absolutely. And, and all, uh, and again, including myself, and we're all kind of introverted and all yeah. that. But the outfits that you wear are kind of—it's pretty revealing, you know. Yeah. How do you, as a really shy person? get over that and be like this is whatever you know this is yeah. how the character dresses i'm gonna be the character I, I, again i i'm a guy so i don't oh, yeah, you know there's yeah. a, there's no, a absolutely. he-man i guess is the only thing that would kind of kind yeah, of dress be, like and be weird yeah. um for me i only choose characters that i'm really connected with so most of the time oh, i don't care okay. what she looks like i just want to be her i connect with her so I throw it on, and suddenly I am her, and I get all that confidence because I'm not me anymore, almost. You know? Oh, I, okay, yeah. I was watching the there was like six year olds at the cosplay yeah. competition yesterday, and I was like, dude, at that age, it's so easy to yeah. be like, I am this character from The Incredibles yeah. or, or something. Yeah. But you, you you have that ability. To yeah, do that. and I think you can't really take yourself too seriously. If you're gonna have fun wearing whatever you're wearing, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or yeah. how they feel because you're just doing your own thing and that's what's more important that's so cool it's so refreshing to hear that because again me i just kind of see these from the outside i yeah. you know i troll the subreddits of, of <laughs> yes and, yes and always read it yeah <laughs> but sometimes it's like again guys are so like it, they're like frustrated you know yeah. or they're like how can you know she's dressed this way or, or she's yeah. and it's just like dude that's 
like they sometimes I think they don't believe that you actually like the characters. You know, oh, like yeah. you're just flipping through and yeah, fighting like yeah. the sluttiest dressed one and saying oh, that's yeah. the one. And it's like, but you talk to the human behind yeah. the outfit and. They're like, I'm dressed like this because I love this person. No, I am the kind of person that has watched every single episode, has obsessed over it, knows every detail. You you walk up and I probably like just can't stop talking about it because I just, oh my gosh, let me tell you what I know, you know. That's so... But, yeah. I I, I don't know. The relationship, I I just want to keep asking all kinds of boy questions all of a sudden. Oh, go for it. Yeah, no, you're fine. Because, well, (laughs) talking to this and again, having nerd friends, I'm like, these girls are... It'd be so cool to yeah. like to, to find a girl like that that yeah. totally relates. Yeah. Do you find yourself kind of gravitating towards guys like that, or um, or do you want somebody that's completely opposite? Like, ah, I don't want somebody that likes what I like. You so know? Uh, I actually I have a boyfriend, and he is oh, cool. not like okay. I mean, he's okay with it. He obviously wants me to do whatever I want, but if it's too revealing, he'll be like, "Are are you sure that's who you want to be?" <laughs> And then when I get totally obsessed and I'm like freaking out over it, he's like, "Okay, like whatever, whatever you want, just know that it's it's a bit much." And uh, for me, like he, he knows, yeah, right. And he knows uh, I make most of my costumes, so most of the time when I choose something, it's I want to make that, I want to sew that together, or I want to style that wig, or I just really want to paint that or something yeah. crazy ridiculous so he knows most of the time I don't do it for the attention or to show off my body I do it because I just genuinely want to be that character yeah and that, so. that's again the, the, the coolest thing to get with yeah. to, 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 again this is why I, well, when I got here I was like damn should I try to be like hmm let me interview you in character yeah. but really I was like no I want to talk to the person Yeah. talk to the person behind that because I've, I've always been curious um, again it, it just well, social media. Cosplayers are like masters of social media. I yes. discovered Link Linktree through yes, Nikki. Yes, yes, Linktree. I'm like, what? Yes. <laughs> so I, I've always wanted to talk, because um, again, I enjoy marketing and stuff. Right. And so many people, it's so weird. They just can't get past the outfits. Okay. And, and, and it's like, dude, that is a businesswoman. That not only that, yeah. she knows her character. She made that, so she's, she's right. There's like so much talent behind it. But all they see is cleavage. Oh yeah, and it's yeah. like, dude. Yeah. No. But I'm just so like, I want to talk to that person. How yeah. do they do it? Do you have uh, your own room to put all this cosplay together and all so that? So I, I still live with my parents. I never want to leave because rent doesn't exist. Like that, that payment <laughs> yeah. doesn't exist. So that's pretty nice. Um, I get it. I drive them nuts because there is thread, paint, cans of. God knows what, like everywhere. Um, I'm trying to downsize and move out where I'll have my own crafting room and stuff like that. But for now, I just have my desk and my sewing machine and that's pretty much it. I'm really simple, but I don't think you need bells and whistles and the most expensive equipment or even the most space. You can really make anything out of anything. Yeah, right, it's that creativity if you really really care about it. I mean, that's what I I find amazing. Yeah. and we interviewed a guy yesterday. It looked like he was wearing full metal armor, and it was all foam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's insane how much you can make out of so little, or just like I use paper plates sometimes, and you, you wouldn't expect it. Say, so what is that? Oh, it's a paper plate. 
what? You know? Sorry, so. I'm just talented. Yeah, yeah no, it's just like, creative and talented. It's just, I mean, and I had it in my pantry, so it, it works. Um, Have you always been creative and talented? Were you like the eight-year-old that was painting on everything? Yes. So I, I was an artist since I was born, I guess. All my life, I grew up, I wanted to be an artist. I want to be an artist. I want to be an artist. Yeah. And I never would have ever guessed it would come to costuming and sewing and all that. But I do like acrylic painting on the side. I make dolls sometimes. Like I just anything I can get my hands make dolls? on. Yeah, I'll, well, I'll take this like a doll base. Yeah, yeah. That's like my new um, craft. Where do you get dolls? I like just buy them at dolls. like Target or Walmart or whatever, and oh, then I okay. I strip out their hair. I take off their faces even more disturbing yeah yeah it's actually wow. really creepy I'm slowly walk away from this interview <laughs> yeah and keep my eye on right that. but i'll like repaint their faces and i'll make them little clothes and like give them new hair and stuff like that and i'll make like characters out of these little dolls it's really fun do you Kinda do that like, for yourself or do you like sell them on etsy I or just something do it for myself this it's yeah i just oh it's a de-stressor i think it's, it's a really good way to live. Just that, yeah, that's really cool. And I have to ask this because yeah. I've been asking everybody to prove it. You have a regular 8 to 5 job, I'm assuming? Yes, I do. Yeah. I am a mechanical engineer. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. A mechanical engineer. Okay, I know what an engineer does. I know yeah. mechanics, things moving. So what do you like? design tools or something so what i do is i'm a consulting engineer consulting, so i design hvac systems and plumbing systems i do sustainable design i totally got that when i saw you savings <laughs> right i know right this is an hvac yeah right yeah here. and of course when i'm at work i look nothing like this so it's like <laughs> do they know you do this oh yeah they do yeah they they love it too they're like oh what are you doing this weekend or like who are you gonna be next it's it's really fun that's so cool yeah and were you born and raised in sacramento i was yes and you went to school in Sac uh college i went to college in reno in Reno. Yeah, uh, so not too far. But that's where you got your engineering degree? Yes, yeah. I have a degree in engineering and a minor in math. And <laughs> hopefully someday I'll get like a master's or a PhD, but that'll be... Okay, I, I asked Nikki this. And yeah. So everything, your plan works out the way you want it to. In 10 years, where are you? What are Ooh. you doing? That's your, your dream plan. Yeah, that's a, that's a heavy one. But if I everything would, works out the way you're thinking, which it's not going to. Of course But let's not. see if it, if it um, did, where would you be? I would probably be obviously further up in my company because I'm still pretty new. But I'd like to be like an associate, run my own projects uh, engineering wise. Yeah. And then costume wise. I would love to have an online store. I would love to do larger builds. There's a lot of dream characters that I'd like to be, um, that I'd like to be confident enough to make those and finish those. And then I just want a house. More than anything, I want a house. I want to live stress-free. I want my own space to sew and to create. And then I just, I want to keep doing what I'm doing with all my friends, so. Yeah, well, you seem to be enjoying it. And yeah. you're already doing a great job. Thank you. Once you're an associate, you'll have the money to have your own. Yeah. To do, get yeah. all the material that my, you want. My dad always tells me, he says, get a good job, get a good education, and then you can do whatever you want. Buy all the toys you want. So, so that's my goal. So they're supportive of your, oh, they get yeah. frustrated at all your mess, but they're supportive yes. of oh, it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, before I wanted to be an engineer, I wanted to be a fashion designer, and they would wow. get me anything they could to help me accomplish that dream and then 
I chose engineering because I thought it would be the safer route to go as far as job security and all that. And <laughs> I love it too. I love math. Yeah. Um, and so then when that happened, they supported it. And then every time I go to these events, they're like, text me when you get there, send me a picture. Like, what are you making now? Yeah. And it's, it's really fun. That's so cool. I mean, that. That's super, again, a mechanical engineer yeah. co cosplayer. <laughs> yeah, it's like crazy. Yeah, my, my crazy life, but... Well, and that's what I love interviewing that, you know, anybody can do that. And yeah, there's no... Yeah. It's it's creativity. Yeah. It's, it's, I love that people are here. Nobody seems to be shy. I, I'm looking at these kids. I'm like, they're so brave. Yeah. I, I, I don't think even at this age I could, I could yeah. do this. You and know? I think it's important, too, uh, to show the kids and everyone else that you really can be whatever you want. You yeah. can be an engineer and dress up as a, a children's character on the weekends yeah. if you want to. You know, whatever you want to do, you can do it. Yeah, so. that's why, and that's what's cool also about the smaller event that is yeah. more family oriented. People can see that, kids can see that, and be yeah. like, I, I too can, can be this. Yeah. But anyway, uh, can you plug yourself once again? What are your Instagrams? What, where can people reach you? Where can they follow what you do? Uh, so my Instagram is ashton.taylor.cosplay. Um, I think the end of my Facebook is facebook.com slash ashtonxtaylor, but I'm not sure if Facebook changed it on. Yeah, they change all the time. I, I don't know how they, they do their thing. Um, but the best way to find me is Instagram. And Ashton, how do you... Ashton, yeah. Like Ashton that? Kutcher, A-S-H-T-O-N. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Ash. I don't know why I was like, wasn't it, isn't it Ashton Kutcher? No, it's Yeah, not. yeah, it's just like Ashton it's Kutcher. It's spelled yeah. that way. spelled the same way. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's cool. That's but cool, Ashton's man. a girl's name, so don't let anyone it's, tell you otherwise. It, yeah, it, it's one of, what are they <laughs> It's one of those, like, unisex, unisex, yeah, back and forth. I can't think yeah. of that word. Yeah, yeah it, it could be, it's like Taylor. Yeah, just like, yeah, just yeah. like Taylor. I'm like, oh, my whole name is just back and forth. You would never it's, know. It's but. cool. No one will ever figure you out. Yes. Ashton, who's a cosplayer, and she's a mechanical engineer. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm just full of surprises. Person. Yeah. Anyway, Ashton, thank you for coming thank on. Thank you so much. This was fun. Yes. I hope you, the rest of the show, the next couple of hours, I think, oh, go yeah, well for you. Yeah, oh, it'll be great. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Back with another victim. I keep saying victim. <laughs> the conversations are so good. They're, they're, there's no victims here. But anyway, we're, we're here with Veronica now. Yes. Veronica, who, well, again, when I edit this down, I'm going to sure. say that this is not my element like 12 times. That's okay. Because I keep saying That's that. That's all right. I am trying. I, I figured out Tinkerbell. Okay. And I figured out Ariel yesterday. Sure. I know you. I know yes. who you're dressed as today. It's, it's, it's Tracer. Correct. Yes. From Overwatch. Yep. Okay. That's I wouldn't correct. know the game. I yes. wouldn't know the game, yes. but uh, you're, you're uh, Tracer. And yes. what, yesterday you were? Yesterday I was Mountain Lady and she's from an anime show called My Hero Academia. Yes. That, oh, there's a poster. I know there's yes. a poster of it. Where, who was the one with the blonde horn? Yes. So she was All Might, which is actually, she was gender bending. He's actually a guy in the show and he has these huge, like, hair antennas that stick straight oh, up in the air it. yes they were horns. it's it's no it's you're close mm -hmm. i mean they're it's incredible her wig is insane for that costume i mean it's like on point so it was really i'm really glad we were able to both be from my hero academia that day oh you both <laughs> yes <perfect>. yeah <laughs> i have no clue and today speaking of amazing hair yes <laughs> that's your hair so is that this your is hair? actually a wig oh yeah. okay yeah so i actually commissioned this wig from a company called rabbit and hair um because the 
spikes on Tracer's hair in the game are so animated, so big, so perfectly in shape yeah. that I was like, wow, I want that to be the focal point of my cosplay when I, you know, put this together. So um, I went through them. They were amazing. They sent me the wig. They rush ordered it to me. It was, it was awesome. And the best part about it is, besides just having short hair for a change, which is really nice because my <laughs> yeah. hair is very long, oh, okay. um, it's so in place from all the hairspray and everything yeah. that it literally does not move. Like in the wind, there's nothing. You can bounce a rock off of it. Like it's... It's staying. I love it. It doesn't move. It's Where's staying. your hair right now? It's like in a bun? Yeah, in the back? so um, my hair goes down to the middle of my back naturally. So I braid it down in a low braid. And then I make like a Cinnabon type shape on my head with it. And I pin it. And then I put a little wig cap on and just put the wig right on. And it just stays in place all day. It's pretty good. You can't tell. That's, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, we were debating earlier. Like, is that her real hair? Is oh, no, I hair? wish. Oh, my God. I, that's how quality all this stuff is you know yeah and it's it's pretty insane yesterday a couple people asked me if that was my real hair like the blonde wig that i had on and and it it it's so funny because when you start cosplaying all the wigs and all the all the tools that you use at the very beginning they're they're look they look very fake the wigs look fake because you're not used to working with wigs yet and you don't know what works best for your head shape and stuff yeah. and then people can really tell like oh she's wearing a wig then as you start to kind of understand like okay i've worn a couple wigs now you get pretty good at like figuring out yeah. what style works best for your shape and your costume and it it always fools people the amount of effort and time and yes. thought that goes yeah. into each one of these is is staggering yeah it's pretty crazy how long have you been doing it so i've been doing cosplay now for just i would say just over about four years oh, wow. um i start i was always that girl on halloween who was like really extra with my costume yeah. like halloween was my favorite holiday i would like go all out i would make my costume and everyone was probably like this girl's going way too hard for Halloween. You were Lindsay Lohan and oh, Mean Girls. I was, I was extra, right? <laughs> so one of my girlfriends who I, after I graduated high school and, and college, she had reached out to me and said, you know, I do this thing called cosplay. I know you love to dress up for Halloween. Would you be interested? And I was like, well, I might as well give it a go. And we cosplayed two characters I'd never even heard of. She just gave me a character picture and I ended up doing it and I loved it so much. Like, the experience of wearing the costume is really fun, but besides besides wearing the costume, when people know who you are as a character and they are so obsessed with that character and they just love like everything about your costume, it is the most rewarding thing to see, even if you're wearing a, the most obscure character. Yeah. There's going to be one person, <laughs> yeah. at least, who knows who you are in this kind of community. So like, it's, it's amazing to see them just like light up. It's the coolest thing. You're that person? And are you also a nerd and you watch all yes. this stuff? So, so it's it's so funny because like I'm I'm wearing Tracer today and I hardly ever play Overwatch. I'm like the worst Overwatch player ever. But when it comes to like anime and watching like anime, I'm a super mega anime nerd. Like I love watching anime in my spare time. It's it's I love the 
the character designs are so different. They're so fun. Like, I was, one of my girlfriends actually asked me to cosplay as Tracer for a photo shoot that they were doing, which is why I did it in the first place. Um, then I kind of just fell in love with cosplaying as her because it's really fun and I like the big hair and it's unique. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly I'm cosplaying for, from animes and really old video games. Like, I love Street Fighter. I love Mortal Kombat. Like, I love <laughs> yeah. all the fighting games. I love the big buff chicks. <laughs> yeah. I love, like, the big strong women. I just think the anime, like, realm, how they draw their women is very unique. Um, and some of the women are just so strong, like, looking. And I'm like, wow, that's what I want to be. I want to be that. Yeah, I want to be a buff girl. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, and do you have your own space in your house where you do all this cosplaying? Yeah, so I'm actually extremely lucky. Um, the company that I work for is called Extreme Outback Products, and we manufacture air compressors. And we have, yes. <laughs> I just had a mechanical engineer yeah, on. Yeah, so, yeah, so I work for them in their, in their marketing department. Um, and they own a 16,000 square foot warehouse and they let me work on my cosplays there in my spare time after work, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, after work and we have access to saws, drill bits, things that normal cosplayers really have to go out of their way to get. I'm so fortunate to be able to have the warehouse there and I store my cosplays in these giant bins. I like. You know, I maneuver all of them into their perfect little spot in the bin and I keep them as safe as I possibly can in my wigs and stuff like that. So um, I'm extremely lucky that my cosplaying hobby has not completely taken over my own house because it gets so <laughs> messy sometimes. And if you spill something on a concrete floor, no big deal. You just mop it up. But, yeah. in, you know, on carpet, yeah, it's a little bit screwed, of a different yeah. situation. So um, I've been extremely lucky to be able to have access to that warehouse and, and store my things and work on it there. Yeah. And also in Sacramento? Uh, all no, so actually, we're, oh, we're all, all the guests are kind of from all over. So um, I'm from Vacaville, which is about three hours away from here. Heard um, of it. Yeah, Vacaville sits... It's literally called Cowtown. It is Cowtown. It's called yes, Cowtown. Yes, there are cows everywhere. Like, there's still there's still fields full of cows, <laughs> which is my favorite part. But, um, yeah, so I'm from Vacaville. Some of the other guests are from Roseville, Sacramento, Fairfield. So we're all kind of close to each other. We all know each other. We're all friends. Um, but, yeah, so I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm the other one with the warehouse, though, so yeah, it's kind of cool. I always invite them over. I'm like, come build stuff. Warehouse party. Yeah, warehouse party. We're going to build stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and were you here last year? Was I was you? not. No, oh, okay. so Cami Slice Cosplay, who is a guest today, she was here last year, and she said that, you know, on the scale of convention sizes, this one is fairly small, medium, Yeah. Um, which we really love because we get to interact with people a lot more. At the larger conventions, we're so pulled every which way that coming to a convention of this size where we actually get to sit down and talk with people and you know explain to them how we make things and and have these great moments she just explained like how awesome this convention was and she was like you should come be a guest with me next year and that's what happened it was amazing that they were able to bring us here and and let us guest and so this is my first time here but i'm definitely coming back next year yeah but i again i'm not familiar with these so that's my i love asking that like you people that are part of this, yes, how yeah. is this? Yeah, no, I've been to a lot of conventions. Like I go to conventions during the con season, which there There's is a, a season. There is a season. Yes. Is this off season? We are in off season. Aww. Yep. So which which is great because yeah. it gives people something to do in the off season, which is fantastic. Um, but this venue actually is so open and so bright because of all the windows and it's beautiful and 
It makes it a lot easier for guests, especially because when fans or followers want to take photos on their cell phone, which is not the greatest quality, right? Unless you have having, a pixel. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> having the bright big windows and the lighting, just it makes it yeah. so much better of an experience because all the pictures are bright and everybody's happy and they look great. Um, I've, I mean, I've cosplayed at larger conventions and guested at larger conventions where they put you in this tiny, dingy like room where there's no lights. That's natural. Yeah. It's all those fluorescent lights, yeah. and you see the pictures that you know followers and fans are taking. And oh my goodness, they are like, like hey, that's part of my yeah, job, man. Yeah, yeah, Can like you my, take better pictures? Yeah, my, my, you know, my whole face is a shadow. You're yeah. like, oh no, and it's not their fault at all. It's, it's just that kind of lighting. So this is so refreshing to see this like type of venue to be in. Like I, I love this. I love the windows they're it's beautiful here this they've remodeled it it's all the skylights are here there used to be plants in here oh my goodness how cool yeah there used to be big planters down the middle because oh, i'm old as fuck cool. so i know all this that makes sense <laughs> that makes sense though why it's so open and like beautiful yeah, yeah. They, they this is awesome i will definitely be coming back to this one next year even if i'm not a guest i'll still come back like i really like this one that's cool they don't pay us you could be honest no. yeah <laughs> oh i'm coming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, um, I was kind of getting uh, talking about it with with Ashton a little bit ago. Is a lot of the outfits, especially for the female characters, yes. are pretty revealing. Yes, and they are revealing. Yeah, they has are. there is there ever a character that you're like, I want to do that, but damn, that's just too much. No, so that's my that's my favorite part about cosplaying is like. There are so many characters that people don't want to do because it's too risque for them and it's too much body. I just so happen to love that aspect of cosplaying. Like, wow, you know. Because like, none of you have this fucking body. Yo. Yeah, like I'm, I'm like, I love the revealing ones. Like, I love the risque stuff because people who don't cosplay, especially you know, women who go to the conventions, they're usually a little bit more introverted, more quiet, more more shy, and they see you in this ridiculous anime. You've got the hair, you've got this like tiny little slinkini on, right? Which doesn't make any sense in real life. But they see that and some of them are immediately turned off like, oh, she's just skimpy, yep. Yeah. But for the percentage of them who are like, wow, that girl is wearing that outfit. Maybe I could wear something out of my comfort zone. I love that. Like I love, if I could even inspire one woman to put on something that they wouldn't normally wear, I love that. I love the the human form, male or female. I don't care yeah. what you're wearing. But like, for women especially in the anime industry, it's so revealing. For so many costumes, so many characters are so revealing. And I get it because sex sells. So hey, yeah. that's how they do it in anime, and it makes sense. Um, but no, there hasn't been anything that I've really shied away from. I I just got done cosplaying last year. Um, a character this this year actually, uh, this last summer called Satsuki from Kill a Kill. And she literally wears like a thongkini, and it is so revealing and extra. Now, when you're at Anime Expo, which is the biggest anime convention in the country, you're surrounded with tons of other yeah. skimpier outfits, right? So, on its own, it looks ridiculous. You look <laughs> like you are gonna walk the strip and you are gonna like hit a pole, but like next to all the other anime characters, it looks pretty pretty dang normal yeah. like you know it's a lot of skin but at the same time there hasn't really ever been a character where I was like oh I don't want to cosplay because of the skin I actually prefer to cosplay characters who are a little bit more revealing um, 
just because it's different and you don't see a whole lot of them. And, and when you do see one, especially if it's done well and it's done like not just to be like quote unquote tasteless and show skin, yeah. it's really impressive and, and fans love it, of course, but fans are impressed by it. It's so, yeah, because even, I mean, the Disney princesses, I think, are yes. the most thing, most yeah. relatable thing to me. But sure. the fact that I was telling Kuja, like, they're just standing there. Yeah. It's, it's Ariel. Yeah. You know, like, it's in them. real life. Yeah, so, exactly. You know? and, and you, like, bring it to life. And, and I think that, you know, when, when women especially see other women who are doing something that they haven't done yet, I think it gives them, even if they're like, oh, well, you know, she's you know, down talking and she's too skimpy, yada, yada. It gives them like a little twinge of hope. Like, oh, well, actually she's doing it. Maybe I could do that someday. Or maybe I could try on this schoolgirl outfit that has like a short skirt that I only wear long skirts, but maybe I'll do the schoolgirl outfit next year. Cause you know, other women are so yeah. revealed here that I'm in it like a safe space. Like that's what I really love about the anime conventions is all the outfits are insane. Yeah. So you know, you could wear almost nothing and you're still going to look pretty dang normal next yeah, to everybody else. Yeah. So it, it opens and up options. someone's going to recognize you. Exactly. They're and not going to see someone that's yeah. going to be like, that's that character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to know who you are. And it's 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 awesome because when there's really, like, revealing costumes and not a whole lot of women want to do that character and then you see one, it's, like, even more special because then you're like, wow, like, that's amazing. And she's doing that character who I love, but you never see because it's too revealing. Right? Air yeah. quotes. Yeah. Air quotes. For the people listening. I was doing air quotes. Um, but I think it, it, it really makes it special for the fan base who are, like, really into Kill a Kill or really into whatever anime that you're cosplaying from. So um, I really like the revealing outfits. I know a lot of the other women don't like the revealing outfits because they feel like it, it really objectifies women and it makes them, you know, makes men look at them like objects. Uh, but at the same time, I'm I'm such a mindset person. I'm like, in my mind, this is what I am. This is who I am. And a man or a woman telling me that I'm just an object is not the case. So for me, I just make it so. Like, I literally, I'm not being objectified because I did it myself. Like, I love my yeah. outfit. Like, I feel really good. And I'm really excited because we are going to be able to do a panel here today at 2 o'clock about confidence in cosplay. And I'm, I'm oh, cool. so excited to be able to talk about a little bit of that in that panel so yeah you'll get to hear a little bit more about the whole confidence situation yeah well again that that's why i was curious to, to talk with cosplayers because sure. again i would just go with you 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 go on subreddits and, yeah, and kind yeah. of troll around and and some of the people are so like aggressively angry yeah at, at, at the situation at yeah. like ah look at her she's just doing that for attention yep. or whatever it's and it's I, pretty wild for sure yeah because yeah i never and, and I mean, not never, not to uh, what, only Sith deal in absolutes, you know. Like, so there, I'm sure there are people out there that just like, whoa, look at my boobs, they're yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I, I believe that the grand majority of them were people that enjoyed, you know, the the shows or sure. whoever they're sure, doing it, sure, or sure. were just creative people that were like, this is an outlet. Yeah. And in talking to several 100%. of you in the next yes. couple of days, that's yeah. exactly the case. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because I think a lot of people who don't understand what it is get very angry about it like oh she's just showing off her body because she wants to just show off her body but, and, and then it's who cares if that was and the case. if that was yeah. the reason no big deal right but that that makes people very like upset for some reason and i think what it is is it's just it's something that's so out of their comfort zone that they don't know really how to react to it so they just kind of get mad about it um but i think it's extremely empowering for women especially women especially but men as well because in our community of cosplaying and and the 
quote unquote nerd community, yeah. right? Um, men are portrayed in a very specific way as well. Like men are jacked, they're ripped, they're shredded, and and they are just these amazing athletic characters in all of these shows for men. Just how women are portrayed in this overly curvaceous, beautiful, quote unquote, beautiful way. Yeah. And I think women catch a lot of the brunt of it because the outfits that are created for the characters are so risque that when you cosplay them, of course, they're risque. So you see that. But it's very interesting because all the, you know, male characters, they're all in very good shape, but their outfits are all full armor sets. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're very covered most of the time. You know, there's very few characters that are really like naked characters for men, but they still all have a very specific body type. Nobody wants to really address that because it's so easy to look at the risque women cosplayers and go, oh, well, she's cosplaying a risque, you know, a risque character. She's, she's just easy. She's this, she's that. Well, if you look at the character, she was drawn that way on purpose. It's not like and even if this was the case, it wouldn't matter. But it's not like the girl just made that up in her mind and decided, I'm going to wear a thonkini yeah. today, and I'm just going to go. If she did, that's great. But, it, you know, we're all copying characters and trying to portray that character. So I find it very interesting that people get so mad about it. Because most of the creators of anime are men. So here they yeah. are, drawing these women in a certain way, and men get mad about it. Yeah, so it's like, that's so frustrating. Yeah, I'm like, come on, guys, let it go. Yeah, <laughs> let, I, us, I, let us be cute. Yeah, right? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> It, it's 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 interesting to me. I, yeah. I, I I was, but it's so cool. It's like the people behind. I love being able to talk to the. Like, yeah. like I said, originally I was like, hmm, maybe I could ask some questions in character sure. or something. Yeah. But I love talking to the person behind yeah. it. You know, the the marketing yeah. person that that works yeah. to, or you know, or the mechanical engineer. Right, and it's so insane because I think that um, semi-professional and professional cosplayers get this reputation that oh, they're they're dumb or they're ditzy or they just put on these outfits and and I don't think people really realize that uh that, that we are you know business majors with marketing degrees with a bachelor of science I don't think they realize that we have engineering majors who you know work on ducting systems all day we have therapists who are licensed who work you know for we have so many different backgrounds and I don't think people quite understand that I think they just think oh they just put on the costume and they get paid for it so yeah. they just must not be very smart they're just cute and and there's so much knowledge in this community and like I said we're all just nerdy like yeah. we're all brought together by this like this love for anime and comics and and the you know that superhero type mentality where it's like I can be that idol that I wanted to be when I was a little kid in real life now because of cosplay yeah. and it's like we all come from different backgrounds I think people just kind of forget that like you know we do other stuff as well and there are professionals who do this 24-7 who are just professional cosplayers but we them all heard of Jessica oh yeah them and themselves <laughs> they are not only are they marketing geniuses because they market themselves like all the time but their crafting is like unbelievable because be, to be able to be a pro you have to have like some serious crafting skills and and sewing skills and it's just it's 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 really interesting to see the different dynamic. You could pull five cosplayers wearing the same exact outfit up and every single one of them would be so different from the next one. It's like, it's insane. And on top of that, I'm sure they'll each have their own individual reason why they exactly. did that. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone cosplays for a different reason and everyone picks a specific character for a different reason. Like, I might really like an outfit, 
Like, I've cosplayed characters that I've never even seen the anime to because I see a character and I fall so in love with their outfit, the costume, that like, the design. I'm like obsessed with it. I'm like, I have to be this character. She's beautiful. And then there's other people who cosplay and they fall in love with the character, right? And they just love this character so much they idolize that character and they want to be that person and they have the chance to because of cosplay it's super cool this is how many of these events do you do a year oh my goodness um wow that's so this year so being uh really honest this year will probably be a slower year for me and i will still go to at least eight Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's a slow year. So, and the cool thing is, is once con season, which is right at the beginning of uh, summer, kicks into full gear, there's really an opportunity to go to a convention every weekend. It just kind of depends on, are you going to local conventions? Are you going to go to the really big boy conventions, right? Like Anime Expo and Fanime. Um, there's industry conventions, like Crunchyroll puts on uh, a convention, and Crunchyroll is an anime streaming website. So they put on an anime convention, which was amazing this last year, and they're going to do it again. Really? Um, so kind of there's kind of a convention for everyone, and... It's you have the opportunity to go every weekend. You could even go to two different cons in one weekend because they're so frequently popping up. Um, but this year, probably about eight. Last year, I probably went to about, or this this year we're in now. I probably went to about fifteen. Next year will be about eight oh, in twenty nineteen. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. How do you? Re again, this is a smaller one, but sure. how do you recover yeah. physically? Yeah. Are you, what are your? Okay. You have regular shoes yes, on right now. I do. I have fantastic flat shoes on. Yeah. So when I guess anytime, I am in casual cosplay, which to me a casual cosplay is like either inspired by a character or the character is extremely easy to wear. So it's very casual, right? I've got leggings on, a wig, pretty easy stuff. Yeah. Um, in, in real con season, when it kicks in and I'm not guessing, and I get to walk around and meet fans and followers, I am in like seven inch heels. I am the seven inch heel girl. I love the high heels. I think the heels make the costume. <laughs> you know, I'm so about it. Um, and it's a little rough sometimes. Like there's days where I can only be in costume for three hours because the costume is so exhausting to wear. You've got armor, wig, heels. You're barely wearing anything. So you're trying to make sure everything is covered all at once, right? And there's all of these different things that you're trying to keep. So mentally, it's a little bit draining. And then you're putting, you know, you're putting your show face on and you're talking to people and interacting with all different kinds of people, right? All different kinds of people go to anime conventions. So it is, there's days where you change out in three hours and you're done. You just put on normal clothes and you walk around like the rest of everyone and you talk to people and have a good time and you love life. Um, and there's days where I'm in cosplay for like five to six hours, seven hours. And you just try your best to be a trooper and get through that day. And immediately, as soon as you hit the hotel room, you, everything comes off. Your wig goes flying, your shoes go flying. You're like done, right? And you put on your comfiest, nerdy clothes and you yeah. just go out and hang out with your friends. So it is. it takes a toll, like physically and... You're not really eating during the day, which is not healthy. That's not yeah, healthy, no, everyone no. listening. Eat um, regularly. Yeah. You're not eating. You're not drinking fluids because you're so you're busy. You're chugging energy drinks. I saw you guys. Oh, yeah, baby. I got I my Bang you. Energy. <laughs> bang Energy, if you want to sponsor me bang out energy. there. Um, I've got it over there. And you're chugging energy and coffee to stay awake and be, you know, peppy and happy to be able to talk to people. So it's draining. Some of these conventions are four days long, five days, yeah. and they go all day, all night. They've got night stuff that they plan. They have day stuff that they plan, so it's like, it's insane. Some people do two costumes in one day. Some people do three costumes in one day, especially at the really big conventions where you want to be seen, and it's like you're, maybe you only go to three cons a year, you bring everything out, right? And yeah. it's like, 
it is a work trip. Everyone thinks it's a, a fun vacation. It is work. You're working in those heels. You work, girl. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and that's why I love having this conversation. Yes. You know, again, and, and I hate to keep focusing on this, but it's just so much. When people see the girl in the bikini and the yeah. heels, that's fuck. She's at work. Yeah. That's she's working hard. Yes. Hard work. Yeah. Um, and is there is this a clicky thing? A clicky co- cosplaying? Yeah, it, it really can be. I think I've been so lucky because I purposefully surround myself with Actually, other well, this women. This is one of the clicks right yes, here. Yes, right here. Yeah, we are. <laughs> technically, I would say that we are kind of a click. So I, I do surround myself with people who they all have different backgrounds. They all have different cosplay styles. They all have different things that they love. But they're all so kind and they're all so willing to go out of their way to help you if you need something so like i have no issues with our current group right now like we're very lucky we're you know some people aren't as lucky as our group is where we have a great group of girls like all the girls guesting today are they are fantastic not just cosplayers they're fantastic people like they have great personalities all of them and i'm sure you've seen they while all have talking, boyfriends that's cool you don't yeah, need to sell them yeah exactly <laughs> like you you i'm sure you've seen talking to them they they are so unique and they're all yeah. so different and yet they're all so kind and they're respectful and professional um but it can get clicky you know it's it's so hard if someone wants to take a photo with me like another cosplayer i'm in like you want to take a picture with me 110 percent if you want to join our cosplay group, it's a little bit harder to do because it's so hard to find people who are kind-hearted, accepting, you know, hard-working individuals who are accepting of everybody, not just the popular cosplayers. You can't just accept people because yeah, they're popular, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and I think a lot of times it gets a little muddy because people might have ulterior motives. Like, they see your follower count, they want to be friends with yeah. you just because of that number, not really because they like you as a person. Um, and I only have 50,000 followers on Instagram. There's girls who have, Jessica Negra has 3 million followers, you know what I mean? And everything in between. It runs a huge We have, we have less, less than 800, so yeah. come so, on. <laughs> you're like, don't rub 50, it in. 50,000, yeah! <laughs> don't rub it in! God. You know what I mean, though? And that's, that is great. That's fantastic. I'm so thankful. But that's a number. That's a number on a screen. And I think a lot of people forget that that's just a number on a screen. Uh, and they want that so badly. And they want to be this like famous cosplayer that they they kind of step on a lot of people to try and get to that spot. So it gets a little clicky in that sense where people try to join into groups to, to benefit themselves. But our group is so amazing because we the girls are just so genuinely nice. And we don't even cosplay the same stuff. Like none of us are matching today. None of us yeah. pre-planned anything. We just all brought our stuff. But it's so fun hanging out with them. And I'm sure if you look over, we're all cracking up half the time because yeah. we're all telling each other some stupid story that yeah. happened, right? <laughs> um, but it's so that makes it fun, and that makes me want to continue doing it. And currently, in our little girl group that I cosplay with on a regular basis, we have about 11 or 12 girls um, in total, and they all are so different, so unique, but they're. So so amazing and so kind and if you look on my instagram page which i'll plug which is at feisty underscore v uh feisty v cosplay you'll be able to see them because i cosplay with them all the time and we all you know support each other and it's very hard to find other women who will support you no matter what yeah. i think it gets a little bit uh catty and or can competitive yes right? yeah. it, and it's so crazy because the market you know the market for cosplay is such high there's so much demand that there's literally and i mean this everyone there's literally room for everyone there's enough room for any girl or any guy in the cosplay community to kill it and so it's like 
my follower count would never take away from someone else's follower count, and I think people forget that. So they try to compete with each other, but there's really no need to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's you're gonna have followers who are diehard fans for just you, and that's just how it's gonna be. Like, they're just gonna want to see what you have to cosplay. They don't care what other people are doing. You know, yeah. they just want to see your stuff. So it's it gets really competitive, and it it's great because it motivates you to do better and it motivates you to be your best. But a lot of times, I think it's a very um, sad thing because it deters people from wanting to cosplay uh, because they don't want to deal with the competitive nature and I don't blame them like if you don't like competition I love competition right yeah. but if you don't like it and if it if it makes you uncomfortable it can be very difficult to want to be a cosplayer and to to make it you know a partial career or a full career because there is so much of this competitive feeling yeah. in the market but like I said there's room for everyone like everyone's so different you yeah, know? every every town has their own comic-con exactly yeah every yeah exactly every there's so many conventions and so many options to cosplay like there's a million different characters you could do you know yeah there's no there's no uh, there's there's no ceiling to this market yeah. it's just gonna keep going up it's like it's insane I yeah no, I know I believe it, especially again the, the marketing ability yeah. of, of the cosplaying community oh, it's is, insane. is tremendous. Yeah, and if you're good at marketing yourself and speaking with people and you know understanding other people where they're coming from, etc., you're going to do so well. And I think cosplay in general is a great teacher for that because it forces you to talk to new people, even if you don't want to talk to new people. You're gonna like someone's going to see your costume and run up to you, and they're going to love your costume, and you don't have a choice. You either walk away and look really weird, right? And yeah, for not talking to them. Yeah. Or you stand there and you talk to them, you have a conversation with them and, and it and it really it, it forces the interactive state when you when you're at the convention, which I think is amazing because it gives people who wouldn't normally have the chance to, to learn that that skill to it just you plunge in. You don't have a choice. If someone loves your character, they're going to tell you. They're yeah. going to run up and they're going to talk to you about the character. And Again, it is. Yeah. A, oh, and it's awesome because half the time you cosplay the character because you love that character too. You just made a new friend and you didn't even try. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's really cool. I think it's. I think it gives a lot of people the opportunity to really kind of grow themselves and and gain this like public speaking slash you know interaction skill that they never would have had the opportunity to have because it just it forces you to. You don't have a choice. Well, you seem to have learned that very well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, do you ever have like any of your followers or fans go to, to different conventions? Oh, to like do go you? where I'm going? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. So like, um, for me, especially next year, I want to hit the biggest conventions because I want to make sure that I'm spending my time and my money going to the cons that are the biggest, you know, quote unquote, bang for your buck. Um, yeah. So I do get followers who will kind of yeah, travel well. around. Was yeah, there you go. Okay. I do have. Sorry about that. Yeah, no. I do have followers who will kind of travel around. Um, I don't know if it's specifically to see me, but when you go to those larger conventions, um, you have the opportunity to see five, six, seven of your favorite cosplayers all in one spot. So I think it's more of that aspect, especially going to the big, the big boy conventions yeah. where there's like a hundred thousand people there. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it. I mean, I definitely have some diehard fans and I love them they're my they're like oh so cool. they're so like heartwarming I love them so much um but yeah it's it's I think it has to do with that they they love to see a couple of their different favorites and when you go to the big conventions that's the way to do it I mean we're all in the same space so it's it's awesome that's really cool and is there anything you want to plug like we've got half an hour in I think this is our longest yes yes yeah, sorry sorry I think, I said no, that, no that's I, fine I, I think chatty we, Kathy well, I think we could go on for like yeah, two more oh, hours I could, I could talk all day baby yeah. no um 
if they if you have um, people who are interested in cosplay, you can follow me on Instagram at feisty underscore v, and that's just feisty underscore v e e. My name's Veronica. Oh, okay. V is short for Veronica. I know, very original. Um, and then just feisty v on Facebook. And Do you call your closet Veronica's closet? Okay, I don't. <laughs> in real life, like in real life, I'm very um, kind of like sporty spice. Like I, I'm like. I'm like more of an athletic uh, the rock personality. And stuff. Uh, not rock climbing, more just like I look like I'm going to the gym all the time, so my closet's not <laughs> fancy enough to have a name yet. I feel like all my clothes are just very like, you know, like sweatpants and normal normal people things. It's, <laughs> it's, I, I want. I wish everyone in the world could le- listen to these interviews, <laughs> like, or I'll kind of ruin the magic of cosplay people, right? No, like, I mean, oh, what? I used to like, be my you mean you, mean you don't wear regular. tracer every day? <laughs> <laughs> If I could, I would. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, yeah. I think mean, like, Tracer is just a person that yeah. goes to the gym. Yeah, or dresses she, like they do, yeah. but she doesn't. Oh, my She's God. I would Starbucks. run so fast if I was dressed as Tracer on the treadmill. I would. I, I feel like it would just give me superpowers. I would just run extra quick. And Tracer <laughs> is, again, it, what was the game? Overwatch. Overwatch. Yes. I've seen it. It's a first-person shooter? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually absolutely awful at the game i'm the worst like i try i tried to get into it i was terrible at it um, I dress like her yeah better. yeah i dress like her but oh goodness i'm not good at the game at, at all so i've had people like oh you're a great tracer and i'm like but not really <laughs> that's that's the game that has a character called diva right yes yep diva is the shit i was i, I don't play i was watching on youtube oh, i was she watching the cutest though? like she's so and she's got her giant mecca that she rides around in and she's super cool and I, yeah so strong and yeah I've, yeah she's a badass I, and she's popular too you see lots of cosplayers who do diva because she's just so badass like her name is diva that's yeah the shit exactly I, 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 yeah i love that that kind of stuff <laughs> but anyway i i ruined your your plug no mode. that's okay like, more questions more no questions. it's totally fine feisty v that's all my stuff is under the same name feisty v cosplay super easy feisty underscore yeah v. feisty underscore v yeah i'm pretty sure if you just fifty thousand followers <laughs> plenty of people already know who you are <laughs> we'll we'll tag you when we post the pictures Perfect. as well so you'll get millions of more followers get a million followers we, we have millions and millions of listeners Perfect. people don't think that we're just vaseline show millions millions we're huge millions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway Ron- veronica thank you for coming on i'll let you get back sure We're costing you thousands and thousands yeah, that- of dollars of, of, of it was a pleasure thank you so much yes, thank you <laughs> okay we're back we're Yay. back I, I i this is interview day yesterday was just making friends meeting people but now this is real interview day and uh we're back with cammy slice yes the leader of the cosplay crew. i'm calling it i'm calling it <laughs> all right we'll the, take it the, the leader of the cosplay crew um but yeah th- this is how's the event going it's really fun. It's actually, it's been growing every year. I came last year and it's... Oh, it's, yeah, you, you have been here in yeah, the past, right? So yeah. you, was last year your first year? Last year was my first year at this convention, oh, yes. Okay. yes. So uh, so you could tell the difference? You've noticed yeah, the, the setup is a little different. It's much brighter. There's a much, lot more light. They're using the panels set up really nicely, so it's much more interactive. It, it, yeah, it's just getting better and better. And how many of these do you do a year? Oh, my goodness. Well, I go, <laughs> <laughs> I attend probably roughly between 20 and 30 conventions a year holy shit. um and i work and guest at probably anywhere between five and ten so it kind of just depends on oh where wow. we're at. So i do you, it a lot my weekends these are my weekends yeah on, so you, yeah. Well, you have a lot more so how does this compare to some of the other ones 
Well, there's if you look at conventions and the way that they work now, you've got these mega conventions with hundreds of thousands of people yeah. that are overwhelming and they're huge in LA and whatnot. And then you've got more medium-sized conventions where they have giant vendor halls and huge, you know, panels all over the place and you're running around trying to get to get autographs and get stuff. Yeah. And then we have these smaller events kind of like this one which are what we would consider much more of an intimate con, which I personally love these ones yeah. because it's so much easier to talk to fans and to really enjoy the art, support local artists, and see real unique work that you don't get to see at a lot of the bigger ones. Um, so I really like these ones. That's actually been like almost the identical answer that everyone's been yeah. giving. And that, I think that's cool because it, it's it's honest, you know, and, yes. and, and that, that's what it is. Yeah. And, like I said, my, I don't have very much experience in these events. Last year okay. coming here was my first ever. Okay. I've been to conventions, but they're business conventions. You know, yeah, I've never yeah. been to, to a comic book one. So I didn't have any frame of reference, you okay. know. So Well, it's nice with the smaller conventions tend to be in the more local ones. They get a lot of local people that are like, what is this? We've never been to a yeah. Comic-Con before. What, let's go check it out. And so they're here as a, often their first experience. And it's really fun to be dressed up in a cosplay and a costume and to have a, you know, a kid or even an adult walk up and they're like, whoa, I didn't know that people did this. This is fantastic. And you give them a really positive first experience. Yeah. Where some of the larger ones, those are people that have gone a lot more often and, and the magic may not be as as a unique for them, you know, or ex the experience might not be the yeah, same. Yeah, it's so. more like I, I spent a lot they, of money to get they here. They expect I, stuff, yeah, and exactly. yeah, whereas here people don't always know what to expect. They're checking it out, and they're just really excited to have an event happening. So the energy, even though it's a smaller event, air quotes on that. Yeah, okay, the, yeah. The energy <laughs> air quotes on radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah the air, the energy is usually much higher, and it's much better, much more pure. And these kinds of conventions remind us why we do this. Yeah. and why we get into this. Well, so. I love, again, the, the family aspect of it, again, for the kids to be able to see that, to be like, yeah. look, even as an adult, you, you can still be your right. hero. You yes. can still you can turn into this again. person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that was, yeah, that's the, the uh, who, I think with Nick, or somebody we mentioned, that the whole being a kid, yeah. you know, the, the, you, you can be a child again. Yeah. And you can interact with children, let them know, hey, look, you yes. can grow up and be this. And no, it's cool. Again, I, I enjoy these. Again, the bigger ones, I don't know if I will after hearing all these stories, all this walking, all those. It's, oh man, yeah, it's, 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 it's a workout and it's, a, it's work as opposed to this while we're here and we're guessing, it's fun. It's just, you yeah. know, stress. Yeah, yeah, we're just standing there. <laughs> well, you go to all these events, you walk around and do all that. What yeah. do you do to recover physically afterwards? Well, um, ironically, these are my recovery. <laughs> I'm a marriage and family therapist, a licensed therapist in my day job, so to speak. Like everybody has day, that's the right? one thing we've learned out yeah. here. Everyone and, uh, has day jobs. And I do a lot of actually drama therapy and cosplay with my clients, my clients that deal with trauma or that try to learn, connect with certain parts of themselves. Stan Lee, what he creates all, most or he created most of his characters through based off of different aspects of his own personality and his own self. Wow. So I use that in my work you know, as a therapist. And so coming here, it's oh, I kind of get to take a break from hard mode every day working with that. And, and so I do this. But I also, I play softball really regularly. I'm a kind of a, a fanatic in that side. I play six days a week. And oh, damn. So, yeah, and so I'm really athletic and I'm really, I, I like to be moving and involved. And getting to sit down in my house and my workstation and craft the cosplays, make the armor, paint the stuff, draw the designs, 
that is ultimately my downtime. So I usually get inspired from conventions like these. So like tonight, I'm gonna get home and I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna like, okay, let me plan what I want to do for next one because I was inspired by some of these really creative cosplays that these people are bringing yeah. out. And they, I get inspired from everyone and everything around me, and that's a. So you're constantly you know, thinking of mm, what, what can I add? What, what can I do? Different? How can I improve? How can I? Yeah. You know, wow, that guy. He said it was his first cosplay, but he did an amazing thing with this sword and how he made that. And I've never thought about that. I want to try yeah. that. And yeah, so it, the creativity is is, is beyond. Yes. Amazing. I try yes. try. I desperately to be creative, but I'm not. But uh, again, we interviewed a guy yesterday who looked like he had full metal armor on, but it was all foam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Lots and of creative like, ways to pass that stuff off, for sure. Yeah. And do you have your own room or space in your house where you do all this that, that completely takes over? <laughs> or a vanity? A well, vanity let me tell you. Um, actually, yes. I have, uh, in my apartment complex, I rent out a garage that's supposed to be, again, air quotes for the car. Um, yeah. But I've turned it into my workspace. Oh, and so no. I use, I have like, you know, belt sanders and all my Dremels and that. Belt sanders? The hell? Costume needs a belt? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Yeah. Um, and then, but of course, my I, I roommate with my brother. I, we, we share a space, but and you'll ask him. I also take over the kitchen table with all the stuff when I want to do stuff upstairs, you know, lighter gluing or you know, cutting, yeah. you know, Zacto knife with the foam and stuff like that. But yeah, I do try to dedicate a space for it that's kind of a creative space that's away from the television or other yeah. things that might distract me or pull me away. Um, I just turn on my music. I you know put on my my mask or my headphones, and a lot of the cosplays that I make. Um, are really involved. I use a lot of thermoplastics and um, like resin kits that are created <laughs> where I have to like, get a Dremel and cut them. I have to sand them down and I have to spray paint and do a lot of stuff that I can't do in the house or in yeah. my room, you know. So I, uh, that's what the garage is for. And, did you yeah. learn how to use all those tools because of that? Or did you already have that knowledge and say, hey, I could apply this to my costume making? Well, when I was younger, I used to do a lot of the miniature gaming, like the Warhammer and the, the like, you know, make the little pewter figurines. Yeah. And to do those, you have to do a lot of you know, sawing and drilling and, and sanding and different aspects of that that are very transferable to cosplay just on a larger scale. Yeah. So I was fortunate to already kind of have some of that knowledge. But yeah, a lot of it is Oh wow! I'm gonna have to do this. Well, let me go down to, you know, Home Depot and get a belt sander and let's learn how to use it. And, uh, and that's really part of the fun for me is I love learning new techniques, learning how to work with new materials. Um, right now, I'm learning how to use LED lights and incorporate lighting into all my costumes. Oh um, to Again, because I have to be extra and take it to that yeah. next level. Um, so yeah, so that's half of the fun. And Amazon's my best friend. Okay, there's something on Amazon for ten bucks. Well, it's only ten bucks. Let's try it. You yeah. know, and, you know. So and then, yeah. And then a couple <laughs> days later, it's at your door. Right, right. <laughs> you, I hear you guys stayed in town last night to eat. Yeah. That was my. I, I was telling my co-host Cujo. What are the chances they'll stay? My my odds were at five percent that you would stay in Salina City. And I was like, they're gonna go to Monterey. Why wouldn't you go to Monterey? I'm such a big homer for my hometown, you right. know. So I was just like. Well, that but that's half the fun is that you know I go around and I do a lot of these conventions where you know the conventions are so generous and they bring us in. Um, I mean, obviously they can't necessarily pay us a ton of money because the conventions are smaller sometimes, but. 
they're very generous and they help us get hotel room. They help us pay for the gas and to get down here because they know that this is just as much fun for us too, right? Yeah. So, but for me, whenever I go to these conventions, I went up to one in uh, Eureka not that long ago up oh, in yeah. Humboldt. That's um, middle, and, middle and yeah, and they, uh, they you know, the convention got us a hotel and we went out to dinner and we always like to try the local you know, cuisine, the local atmosphere. We want to see what the town is like that we're you know, there for. So then we come out today and we're like, oh yeah, we went for Italian food downtown last night. And they're like, oh, you went to this place? And we're like, yeah, it was really good. And I had the gnocchi and blah, blah, blah. So it's, it gives us another connection to that town, which is fun. Last year when I came here, we went out to Carmel. And I was like, this is really like touristy. And I've always nice. And I, no offense. Like, I, where, I, yeah. I can do that anywhere. You know, I, I want to feel what it's like. So this year we really intentionally tried to stay local. Yeah, that's cool. Because... Again, Salinas is a, a smaller town, and Monterey being so touristy, it, it's got its, its, its nightlife, you know. But it's it's building here, you know. It, yeah. it, it's growing, yeah. so that's what I was always. I was so curious. Yeah. Did you guys just go to dinner and then go go back to the hotel? Yeah, or we went to the drinks? dinner, and then after walking around, most of us yesterday wore heels that were a little yeah. bit too large for our own good. So uh, we decided we went to you know have dinner, had a drink, and then went back to the hot tub in the hotel and just kind of relaxed and talked about our experiences and how much fun we had and stuff that, like that. That's so, cool. Yeah. And also for any of the city people listening, economic development. Look at that. Exactly. <laughs> right. Support support the town. The, yeah, we want dollars. we want to, we want this con to stay here. We want people to have a great experience with it. We're ambassadors not only for the convention for the weekend that we're here, but for the cosplay community as well. We want to show that we're here to support and that we're here to make things better and that there's a lot of different ways that that can be done. So yeah, no, I I absolutely love it. Again, people seem to be having so, so much fun. Yeah, it was. It's a little slower today, but it, it was yesterday was yeah. w- was pretty good. And I hope it comes. Yeah, I hope it comes back next year. I'm pretty sure it will. Yeah, it, it's, 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 it's only like growing. It's yeah, <laughs> and we were here, so we're gonna stick our heads next year. And be yes. like, how can we yes. help? How how can we help? Um, did you judge the costume? I comp- did. Yes, I was one of the four judges for the costume contest yesterday. Uh, and there's really, really well done here. I've judged a lot of cosplay contests. I'm on a, a regular on a circuit for a convention that happens up in the Bay Area. And, uh, you know, we'll get, you know, 15, 20 contestants. Sometimes we'll get as much as 60 or 70, and then oh, it gets wow. overwhelming. Yeah. But this was very well organized, very well run, and we were absolutely blown away by the quality of the costumes that people were bringing out here. And when people were coming in to show us, they were in character, they were oh, owning really? their costumes, their cosplays. Um, as I'm sure you've heard, you know, there's costuming and then there's cosplaying, right? Yeah. Costume is really just someone who wants to have accurate detail to the costume. Cosplay is all about having a costume, but embodying the character and having fun. Costume play, cosplay. Yeah. Um, so we were getting a little bit of both and it was really exciting, it was really fun. The kids were into it even. and. Yeah, it's a good time. I, I, when I was thinking about how I was going to frame all these questions and do all the interviews, I was I was wondering, hmm, I want to interview some of the people in character, uh-huh. but the people behind the character, I think, is just as interesting. Yeah. Plus, I wouldn't... Well, you're some I, I sort am, of Spider-Man? Yeah, I am uh, a character known as Spinneret. It's a Mary Jane, who is Peter Parker's girlfriend in the original Spider series. Yeah. Basically, it's kind of the concept of what would have happened if she had gotten bitten by the spider instead of Peter. Oh, right? okay. And so it's a spin-off series that happened. And I really just liked the suit, to be honest. I didn't know much about the character. I still don't know a whole lot. <laughs> um, but I was fascinated by it. And I picked up a bunch of the books. And I've been reading them and learning them. And this is a new suit. I haven't worn this before. So well, um, it's kind of... Exclusive right here at Valley Comic Con. Um, yeah, and I'm always liking to debut new stuff. And I get 
get into new characters. I have friends that suggest them, fans. I see a fan in a costume. I'm like, oh my god, who is that? I need to know that character design is awesome. <laughs> yeah. And are so, are you like a comic book nerd? What or you know? Or so okay, movie yes. Movie nerd. Or, there, yeah, there's so many. Them? So many different fandoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I grew up with comic books. Comic books, and I'm a huge, huge Star Wars nut. I, I and uh, I will consider myself a nut because I I am very much like you know into it. <laughs> um, I it was the first movie I saw in the movie theater when I was young. Was the first very first Star Wars. I still can remember images of the Tie Fighters and the X Wings flying around. So many people that um, I hear that saw it in theaters yeah, recall it, it like that. Changed my life yeah. and it's really cool. And so I grew up, but I grew up mostly with comics. And my friends that I'm here guesting with, uh, we've kind of become a small family, and we you know, hang out the, the last couple our, years. Our, yeah, yeah, it's our, yeah, it's our group. Um, they've really gotten me into anime. I grew up with some of the older anime, like Macross and Robotech and Star Blazers that I remember in the 70s and 80s. Um, but they really have turned me on to this whole new world of, of characters and animes and connection to feelings and emotions that yeah. weren't I never experienced through cartoons, what people consider cartoons before. So I'm kind of a fan of all video games, comic books, um, of course, anime, and then I like a lot of sci-fi stuff. I'm really big in the oh, sci-fi sci world. Star Wars, Star Trek, I love all that stuff. So Star Trek, I, man, yeah. we're, Star Trek is so man. That's a really, really intelligent show. Yeah, I, I was having a conversation with a bartender actually about Star Trek, and, mm -hmm. and whatever you hear all the jokes about Trekkies and nerds and yeah. all that. But he was just explaining some of the philosophy of it, and I was like, right? whoa. Well, I really like, like, Star Wars is all about kind of the, the spiritual side of sci-fi, at least is my experience. Yeah. And then Star Trek is kind of that, that heady intellectual side of sci-fi, you know, sci and what would it be like if things actually progressed? And I, uh, I, okay, I'll tell you a little story. When I was 15, I went to my first convention ever, and it was a Star Trek convention because I wanted to see Patrick Stewart speak because I love him. His character, Patrick, uh, Jean-Luc Picard from yeah. The Next Generation. And I remember I was there, and I was like, oh, my gosh, people dress up. I've never seen this. And, and of course, back then, this was in the 90s, so, you know, people were like, what's going on? What is this? And, and I bought a little communicator to pin to put on my, you know, that made the button, the noise when you put, touched it, whatever and I wanted to get a phaser and I wanted to get a whole outfit but I was so nervous so I was like I'm a closet cosplayer nobody can know so I would wear it around the house but I wouldn't want anyone to know that I did it oh my god it was so much fun and I was so hooked on it that it was kind of a side passion then Lord of the Rings all came out and I worked at a game store and I'm oh no no I'm ordering it because it's air quotes work and I can get away with it that way even though I just want to play with it you know yeah. <laughs> so that's freaking but yeah yeah I like all that anything that's fun that has a good fandom I'm really into yeah so but uh, um, if you had your choice it'd be sci-fi a sci-fi sci do you have sci-fi cosplays I do have so actually I am about to join what is known as the 501st it's the Imperial Legion of Star Wars cosplayers where they, we go around and we troop, that's the term, at different events for volunteering. Like we'll go to children's hospitals, we'll go to parades, and we'll go do things. And I'm actually creating a Star Wars character from the series named Bo-Katan. She's a, a, she was in the Clone Wars animated series and the Rebels animated series. But I also like to do mashups. That's a big part oh. of my cosplay. So on the table over there, I have a, it's a Boba Fett helmet from Star Wars, but I mashed it up with Harley Fett or Harley Quinn, yeah. and so it's a Harley Fett. So I like to do mashups of like sci-fi and comics and kind of create original characters, sort of, through like that. But yes, I love sci-fi. I love the idea of where we can go as societies, whether it's positive or negative, good or bad, you know, 
the future isn't written yet. How do yeah. we want to write that future? And so I like some of these sci-fis that have real positive looks or exploration, you know, expanding our worlds. I'm really big on all that stuff. And lightsabers are awesome. So. Would, I don't know about you? Mars. I'm, I'm okay. I like yeah, Earth. I, I, there's still Earth, so much here to see. Earth, Earth is pretty all right. Of course, seeing all those pictures from the rover recently was pretty cool. I was like, all right, all right I'm, I'm in. It's pretty <laughs> barren, you know? Right. <laughs> like, uh, no, there's no McDonald's there. Yeah, right? Yeah. You have to build the first Comic Con on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> and um, are you from the Sacramento area as so well? So I was born and raised in the Bay Area, um, oh, okay. in nor Northern Bay Area, or Marin, uh, uh, some in San Francisco. But then I've recently moved up to Fairfield, which is right near Vacaville. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah um, and then I work currently in uh, the Al for Alameda County, which Oakland area. You commute? Um, I commute. It's a pretty long Fairfield? commute. But it gives yeah. me plenty of time to listen to podcasts. Yeah, and, now you're going to be a part and, of one. Right? <laughs> and, and awesome stuff like that. And, you know, music. I'm a big fan of that. Speaking of that, is there a cosplaying podcast? Do you know? There, I'm not going to say that there aren't any out there. Yeah. I've looked for some. And I actually haven't been able to find, like, regular ones that are strictly dedicated to cosplay. If we hear of anybody, anybody out there hears of one, let me know. Well, I um, see, like, so five people here that could really, that hmm, seem to be very, very <laughs> well-versed in this, that could start a podcast. Yeah, my and brother, now know somebody that produces right, a podcast. Right, right. Oh, all yeah. right. Yeah, my brother's really into the podcast for the miniature gaming. He still does a lot of that. And, uh and he works with some people uh, across the pond in, in England who do stuff and everything. And he's always encouraged me. So you should do it. You should do it. You've got so much good stuff to talk about. I'm like, oh, I don't know. We'll see, maybe. I mean, so. I have easily like two hours worth of conversation. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I can yeah. clearly, as you can tell, I can talk about this stuff for days. That, that's <laughs> what I, I, well, not that I expected you guys to be, you know, all quiet or anything, but it's so personable. So, yeah. I mean, it's already day two. Again, it's a smaller one. It's not all hectic. But the energy, yeah. the, the enthusiasm yes. is still there. It still comes across. And that's what's so cool. I think yeah. it really helps the, the experience, you know. Yeah, my first official cosplay I did, you know, al almost three years ago. And it was Charizard from Pokemon. And I was so excited. Okay, I've always wanted, that's my favorite Pokemon growing up. I was like, I, I, you know, I got to make the, bring this to life. So I learned how to make wings that had pivots and, you know, that oh, wow. you could pull little cords and make them move. And I, you know, I had to use Warbler, which is a type of thermoplastic that you can shape and you know mold, and made armor plates, and learned how to really bring that character to life for me. And it became very personal. And then I loved having the wings so much that now I'm learning how to make remote control, you know, uh, linear actuators, you know, pistons, 15 foot wings, you know, angel wings, and it's just it's become. We've all gone down our own roads that are that we've really personally connected to in different aspects which is I love all of these ladies over here because we all complement one another in our own ways and we all have our own unique aspects even though we all started out in the same spot. And I could say that about every cosplayer, that everyone finds that niche, they find that aspect of cosplaying that they really love and that they make their own. And that's, that's one of the coolest things about it. There's plenty of room for all of us. What yeah. is it that we each bring to the table individually? And you know, that, That's almost... A exactly what you know, Veronica mentioned uh -huh. that she was like, like so many people could get into this and there's so many people doing it than before yeah. but at the same time there's still so many characters out there there's still so much room for growth yes. and Veronica and I we've been cosplaying as kind of a duo for a long time um, and we've been working on it and half the time I'll wear a character and she'll fall in love with that character through me and then hey 
you know, I want to do that character too. And it's like, let do it. I want to see what your version looks like. I want to see what you do differently and vice versa. And we each have our own set of better. fans. And <laughs> we, we joke about that, but in all reaction is, she has fans, I have fans, and ultimately our fans want to see our versions of yeah. it. And if we do it at the same time together, you better believe we're going to take pics in it together and you know, pose and just have our show our differences, but also our strengths together. And, you know, friendship and all that stuff. It's what it's all about. You know? Hell yeah. Yeah, dude, I love these conversations. Again, yeah. you guys have to start a podcast. You, you have to start a podcast. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can enlist them. And, and, <laughs> we'll well, call I mean, you even up. For, for podcasters, or for podcasters, for cosplayers, you know, you're mentioning yeah. how you're, you're working on those wings and all that. Mm -hmm. It'd be cool, a neat little segment that's like, hey, right. you just need these tools and this is how I did it. I Here mean, are the people to talk to. Here are some great places you can go on YouTube to get started. Yeah. I learned all my stuff on YouTube, it seems, nowadays. I but, learned you know, all this podcasting thing on YouTube Yeah, as well. but yeah. it's amazing, like, this new Star Wars cosplay I'm working on, I didn't know where to start. And, and to get the quality you have to do for these, these to get approved, it has to be movie-style, like, quality. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, I, I consider myself a decent crafter and cosplayer, but... I wouldn't even know where to start for half this stuff. And this group of guys took me in and they were like, okay, call this person for that, call that person for this, for your belts, call this person, for your guns, call that person. It, it's such a community and we all believe in helping one another. If there's something I can't do and I don't feel like learning how to do it, you better believe I'm gonna try to support another artist and you know yeah. help them promote their stuff. And so, you know, let's have yeah. the fun. Yeah, no, that's cool. And there's 501st is the, that's, there's only one, right? That's they're like there's, kind there's, of nationwide or worldwide. Yeah, exactly. Kind of they have yeah. chapters oh, all around. Okay. There's the 501st for the Imperial stuff, for the the, the bad guys, quote unquote. And there's the Rebel Legion for oh, like you know God. Skywalkers, the Jedi's, and then they have the Mando Mercs for all the Mandalorians. You see like the Boba Fett's and all their unique armor. Um, the cosplay that I'm doing, thank goodness, is going to allow me to join all three, which I'm really oh, right. excited for. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna represent all over the place. Yeah, hell yeah. More weekends to do stuff. Yeah, oh, geez. I don't know. That's, it's amazing. Like in talking to, to each one of you, I'm just like, damn, I, I need to work harder. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We do this little podcast. It's not about working harder. harder. It's about working smarter, right? Yeah, and yeah. enjoying what you do. Exactly. Enjoying what you do. Yeah. If I could do this full time as a career, I would. I would. I love it. But at the same time, I also really live. While the work is hard, I really love doing the work as a therapist that I do with my teens. But. Very I'm crucial. Really, I'm really happy that I get to incorporate elements of this world, the cosplay Comic Con world, into my work with them. Do they? Do you let them use some of your outfits? I, I do have, have I do have actual like props that are set up kind of depending on what they're wanting to work on. You know, if they're working on self confidence, if they're working on you know, want, you know, lots of different aspects. Like we we can hook them up with some stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Well, anyway, Cami, this is now plug whatever. Plug your stuff. We want to show off. Awesome. You know, well, what are you got? What are you working on? Thank you so much for your time. I really this was, appreciate this. this. Was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I have lots. I'm all over social media. Um, my uh, handle is very unique. It's Cami Slice. Slice is spelled S L Y C E. So, um, but you just type it in C A M I S L Y C E, and you'll it'll pop up. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. You can see my work. I'm always happy to help people. If anyone wants ideas or wants to talk about stuff, I'm a verbal processor, as you can yeah. see. I like to talk things out. Um, I'm available for conventions. If people want guests or parties, I like to do all that stuff. Um, but ultimately, I just like to make friends. I like to meet people. I like to see people succeed. Um, I like to help them make those next steps. I, you know, I sell prints and all that stuff. But you know, my big thing is is that I'm ultimately just wanting to to 
grow the community. And if they follow you on Instagram, there's probably links there to I, buy the prints. Yes, on, on on my link, uh, if you go to Instagram, we have a link up there. Uh, the my link tree, which has links to all which my I other learned stuff. About yeah. Oh yeah. Yesterday, yeah. And I was yeah. So excited. Yeah, that's a really cool thing. I'm like, I didn't know that existed until recently. I'm like, this is so handy. Yeah. Cosplayers yeah. are master marketers. Yeah, Cosplayers. yeah. And I'm gonna be eventually starting my own website, but I'm not quite there yet. So that's you know maybe another year or so Stay down tuned. the road. Stay tuned. Again, so. follow on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. You'll, you'll be the first to know when it comes exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And if one thing I will say, if yeah. the, you see anybody at convention, anyone listening sees any of us as cosplayers or any photographers that they've seen online or whatever, and you want to come up and say hi, please do. We won't bite. We'll give you a hug. We yeah. love it. We love meeting new people. That's why we do this. So. Yeah. Good yeah. final words. Thank you for being Thank on. you so much for your time. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Okay. And we're we're back. People that are going to listen to this, they're just going to hear like a half second gap. And they're yep. like, what do you mean you're, we're back? It's yeah, playing where did you straight go? through. <laughs> yeah. You've been here the whole time. Well, and as you can tell, that's a different voice now. There's a lot of different voices. But now sitting in front of me is Sparkle Stash. Is that? Like a mustache. Yeah. Like the one you have. sparkly one. Yes. It's not as sparkly. We could get glitter, though. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> Tinkerbell sat in that chair yesterday and she glittered did. it all it's up. everywhere. And she yeah. glittered it all up. Yes. Um, and as we were talking about right before we started recording, this isn't really, I'm not that big of, I don't like, I don't hate comic books or anything, but that's just not really w what I follow. So I was trying to guess the characters. I got Tinkerbell, hell yeah. I got oh, Tinkerbell, amazing. I got Ariel. Um, I want to say I've seen your character. I would, I would believe that. Um, is it from a video game? Nope, it is from, a, from an anime. Hardcore, oh, that's even very harder. popular anime. I'm gonna go with My Hero Academia because everyone seems to be dressed like that. I know so. you're you're close. Yesterday with the popularity. you were, right? Yes, yesterday I was All Might. Today I'm Nico Robin from One Piece, and One oh. Piece is like the longest running, best selling anime manga of all time. It's oh. been going on since like I'm gonna. It's gonna be wrong. Like I want to say 96, but I think it goes back before that. Uh. I could be wrong. But, this yeah. isn't a 100% fact. This isn't right. Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and yesterday you were... All uh, Might. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you were doing... This is a term I've, I learned, gender bending. Yeah. So and that's a thing where... Yes. There's Actually, I just learned this not too long ago. There's gender bending and then there's crossplay. They are two very different things, and this People is. People need to stop coming up with terms yeah, for things. Yeah, I know. They make sense though. They do. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of interesting. So a lot in the cosplay community, you see these male characters like All Might, um, and the cosplayer will then take that male canon character and change the gender, like for themselves, if they want to. It does like they don't have to be that specific gender, but yeah. they can say, "I'm going to turn this character into a girl." Um, and so that's like what I did with All Might, is I said, I'm going to make him a girl. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I, I searched for different fan art and things like that. Because it, it's becoming more common, so you can find more resources that will show kind of what you're thinking of yeah. what you want. Now, crossplay. Crossplay would be, since I am a woman, and no. I want to be that man. <laughs> I want to be... revelation. Dude, what? <laughs> uh, I want to be All Might. I would actually try to physically make myself look like his oh, male self. Okay. So that is crossplay. 
So when I'm changing myself to be a man, it's crossplay. But when I'm changing the character to be a different gender, that's gender bending. Okay. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, if people are over 40, they're like, ah, oh, what the hell does that they mean? As a 31-year-old, yeah. I understand. Hey, we're close. It, we're it close. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 And so you're also from the Sacramento area? I am, yeah. Born and, and raised. Oh, that's so, so many of you are I born know. and raised. Have you seen Lady Bird? Um... No, and it's such a pain because I'm actually an actress, and there's just so much that I haven't watched, and I need well, to. Well, if you're do, acting, yeah. you yeah. ain't got the time to be watching this is true. that. This you know? is true. Yeah. And so you do like theater, film. I did theater for a very long time, and then I started branching into film, um, just doing little like um, short film festivals, ten by tens, working with other people on little projects. And now I just kind of search the boards for whatever area I can get work. So. <coughs> Like a commercial or an extra in a movie or if I'm lucky, some speaking lines. Um, and that's kind of like where my career will go someday. Um, but for right now, I'm kind of just playing a little bit. So if more I'm in a hotel room in Sacramento, I might see you like on a Chevy commercial. Or yeah, something. no, exactly. Yeah, I did one in Fairfield not that long ago for their um, their auto group where I jingle some keys and pretend like I bought a new SUV. And is that your day job? That is not my day job. Uh, my day job is actually in IT, so I work as a network administrator. This is I, I, I love asking people their regular jobs. Yeah, you're I've like never what? expected it. Dude, yeah. no, yeah. I um, do bartend as well, so I was a bartender all over the country for about um, two years, kind of all over. Um, I didn't realize bartenders went on tour. I know they do. <laughs> they do when you're a cosplaying one. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, and then I moved over into IT, and now I can sit and watch YouTube videos on cosplay when I'm not working on yeah. work work. So. Well, and you work on the internet, so it could be like, yeah. I'm just testing the connection, yes. man. I, yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. Making sure all the bandwidth is where it's yeah, supposed yeah, to be. Yeah. Technical <laughs> stuff. Yes. You might want to step away. Yeah, yeah. And so are you... So you've traveled around the country, you're like a bohemian type thing, no, not you can't quite. be anywhere? My um, husband was really briefly in the Navy, so I lived on the East Coast for quite a bit, and um, about two years, and we kind of traveled up and down that area. I haven't been up in the Northeast, like to New York and stuff yet, um, but a lot of the South went to New Orleans for um, Mardi Gras, went to Biloxi, Mississippi and gambled. Um, Went through Mobile, Alabama, didn't see the strip clubs. Uh, when, That's what, what they're know? known for? I, yeah, yeah. Mobile? Yes, yes, Mobile, Alabama. Is that a college town, I hope? I it's just... What's the... It's just... I don't really know. Um, like. My friends who lived there were like, yeah, this is where the strip clubs are. Like, the strip clubs. I'm like, what about Vegas? And they're like, no, no. This is a different level. I'm like, what? That's like... Hmm. It's a visual thing. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be rude. Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, that, that, that's cool. And then you ended up back home? I did, yeah. Um, my husband got out of the Navy, and then we decided to come back home for a while, see family, live near them. Um, I have a really good base for acting with, like, working with people. San Francisco's really close. There's a lot of work in the Bay Area. Um, and then L.A. is a short plane right away. Um, yeah. And the price difference from SoCal to NorCal right now for us is a little varying so we haven't been able to quite make the move down there but I think I'd like to live down there again I lived in Temecula for a little bit oh, wow. um, which is like the desert yeah <laughs> um, so I'd like to go back down to SoCal 
It's do you like that big city environment? I do. You can stick me in the like heart of Hollywood and I am a happy clam. Yeah. That's just me though. My husband is complete opposite. He's like, get me away from people. <laughs> but So yeah. how's that gonna work out when you wanna make the move? <laughs> I know. He's fine. He's fine with it. He's like, I'll just find a way. I'm like, thanks, honey. Damn, this Everybody's significant other here is so forgiving. So yeah. I mean, I guess you have to if you're, con you're you know, spending oh, all this yeah. time sewing and yeah. gluing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, how lot. many of these shows do you do a year? In a year, or just in the in this area? Whoa. In, oh. in a year. In a year. In a year. In a year? Yeah. How long have you been doing it? About two years. Oh okay. Like a little over, like really hardcore, getting into cosplay. Um, on my own, like, dime, I will want to travel to probably, like, s probably, like, seven large conventions out of the year. Yeah. Um, if I am very lucky and I'm invited, such as this beautiful situation, um, then that just makes things so much easier because then I can see people in different cities. Like, um, you know, there are a couple uh, people I have here or who live here who really like my work, who are so excited. And they're like, I can come see you because you're coming to my city. And yeah. that's a really wonder wonderful, lucky thing to, to have happen, be come and be a guest. So if that happens, then it's more, you know, then it turns into like 10 conventions a year, but. Yeah. Um, it's kind it's of good to get invited yeah. if you get invited be like, yeah. oh, I'm doing something right yeah. in, in this world. It is. And uh, what is your experience here? I know it's a smaller one. I've, I've heard that because I, I don't not very familiar with, with Comic-Cons. I was here last year. That was my first experience ever. Oh, yay. Welcome back. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, now we're recording here, I know. You know, which, which is super cool. We get to actually tell the story from the inside. Yes. But you'd see it differently because you do these constantly and, and you're, you know, people are constantly wanting oh, to talk yeah. to you. But what was your experience with this? It was amazing. Yesterday, uh, we got to judge the uh, cosplay competition. Oh, yeah. And besides getting a booth, getting to sit and talk with so many different people, people who do cosplay, people who don't, people who are into other crafting. You know, we have a lot of authors. We have a lot of totally, totally different crafting people. Um, you get to you get to meet them and everything. But I think for me, this con getting to uh, help judge the contest was really unique because you get all of these people who are so creative and. And some that are even, you know, in their late 40s who are like just breaking into cosplay barely and they're doing phenomenal jobs and yeah. they're so happy. And it's a whole new experience for someone who maybe is older and just didn't know because it's, it, yeah. Yeah, I, it, it's cool that, yeah, they can be that child again. Yeah. You know, that they've kind of been tucked away in the yes, corner. Yes, it's so nice. Job. Yeah, this is super cool that, that people get, get to do that. Um, and... How, how how many outfits did you bring? Just two days, Just two outfits? Just two, yeah, two very easy outfits. Because there are some that are really hard to move in. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you kept it. Um, and how do you recover physically? I know how you guys did it last night, it was a hot tub. Yeah, 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 hot tub. And, um, but how do you usually do it after a convention? Again, this is a smaller one, so yeah. it's not that physically demanding, but a bigger one where you're walking around, everyone's wanting to take a picture. 
I mean, it depends what you're into. Some people, you know, they go, they just want to go back to the hotel room and just be alone and just be like, oh man, I'm just tired. I want to like lay here and watch some anime. Some people want to go out and get smashed and like just have that party time. Those are my type of people. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm like very up and down. Like at BlizzCon, I'm always going to go out to the Hilton and go drinking or go to a friend's room and go drinking Hilton, or whatever. In Anaheim? Yeah. All that yeah. Hilton. Yeah. Sweet, that it's fucking like, lounge. They get like a it's DJ and like shit. it's crazy. They have two identical parking structures and one oh. time I was so drunk I couldn't find my car. That's amazing. Oh. Yeah. It's a crazy time yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. That's my yeah. my Hilton story. Couldn't oh. find my car. Finally, I was like, "Wait, I'm staying here. What am I doing?" Oh, dude, and it's not even like anime and Comic Con. My dad is a drummer, and he was a drummer for a living for a very long time. He was on the road for like 30 years, and what? he yeah, he's he's a cool guy, and he. Um, I want to get him on the podcast. Oh, he, you would love him. He's so yeah. fun. Yeah. He's like 66 and just this old, awesome drummer guy. And so he goes to this convention. He's been going for like 30 years. Uh, it's called the NAM Show. It's in Anaheim. It's at the... I know exactly. What I go I go to yeah. a, a scrapbooking convention. That's amazing. My full-time job. Um, That's amazing. So it's usually the week before that. Before NAM yeah. in January? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, so NAM... The Hilton like lounge bar. He says it, and I've seen it. I've been to to when it, this happens. He said it literally turns into the cantina from Star Wars. <laughs> you just got these mohawks and like people are just musicians are just drunk and everywhere. And those parties are everywhere, man. They're yeah. crazy. Musicians, imagine. Musicians oh are insane. So have you always been a nerd? You've always yeah. been creative and oh, all that yeah. kind of stuff. I was a PC nerd. Um, cause my dad, I'm an only child. Well, I have a half brother, but I grew up only child. And, um, wow, that explains a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my dad taught me or he, he started finagling with computers in like, like 95, I'd say. And he started playing games like Doom and Diablo and Duke Nukem. And so I would play too, cause I thought they were so cool. And here I am, you know, like six years old playing these games and, they were really fun, and that's kind of how I got into the video game scene-ish with computers. Yeah. Um, StarCraft, uh, yeah, WarCraft know. 3 was like my favorite game. StarCraft was amazing. Um, did you ever play EverQuest? I did play EverQuest, oh, yeah. Hey, I was so scared to EverQuest was cool. Oh, I didn't get into it, though. I played EverQuest. I played um, like the, the Summoner or something weird like that. I played Black and White was a really good one from Lionhead Studios. Um, yeah, I played uh, The Sims. I mean, who didn't play The Sims? Um, Roller Coaster Tycoon, those little games. But yeah, EverQuest was cool. Um, Civilization. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Civ. And does your husband share in these interests? or are you My husband, like, grew up on basketball. Like, he's such a, like, really? just basketball. He grew up Is in, like... from Indiana? No, no. <laughs> he's from a not-so-nice part of Sacramento. Um, oh, kind of rough. You can just yeah. say Sacramento. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, like, there's Other some... than West Sacramento, it's Oh, all dude, bad. there's some sketch. But he, so, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Did you guys know each other growing up in Sacramento? We, we did. We went actually went to the same high school, and he just Fucking played high basketball. School, high school sweethearts. It oh. still happens. No, no, no. People. We were oh, just friends. We didn't even start like getting together until college. Or, oh, so, okay. Yeah, it was really nice because he, we were friends for so long, and then... How did uh, you realize that you liked him more than friends? Um, 
I think I texted him one day and was like, do you like me? Do you think really? I'm cute? Yeah, and he like was all shy. Cause After he's a shy been man. friends for years, I think, you just hit him with the do you like so, me? I think so, because there was like starting to be these vibes of like romance. Oh, okay. And I was like, I don't think he feels that way. We're like friends. And I think who, was, fell for, who fell for who first, I wonder. I think he probably fell for me first because I was a little <laughs> slow catch, right. to realize. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think he was slow to realize or I was slow to realize, but something like that. He's like, you think um, we're best friends for five years? Yeah, like, come right? On. Um, we had a, the same friend group, so we were always together and we just built a really, really strong bond. And, um, did you go to the same college? Kind of. We did. Yeah, we both went to American River. Uh, um, he went to Sac State as well. And we had a friend, a mutual friend, who moved to the East Coast, and both of us had started like becoming romantic, and we were both like, hey, but we hadn't like moved in or any of that thing official. And then we were like, let's go move in with our friend on the East Coast, and we'll just like share a room, and it'll be fine. And it was, and it turned into you us. You weren't dating yet. Kind of. Like, we were like sleeping together. That counts as dating, yeah. I guess, as some people. And we uh, yet exclusive, but once you're living together, that's yeah, exclusivity. Yeah, so we then started living together, and then he decided to join the Navy, and then we got an apartment together, and then, um, you know, like a couple years go by, and then you're getting married, and like, then you're six years into being married, and now uh, we have two beautiful dogs. They're two Dalmatians, and they're our babies. They're so cute. I wish I could bring them to conventions, but like they're crazy. So, how much space does your cosplaying take up in the house? Um, a room and a half. Oh, and a half. A room and a half. I'll say that. People, go out and get you a storage unit because you need it. Because yeah. Or a sixteen thousand square foot warehouse uh, dude. that your job lets you use. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No, we live in like a fifteen hundred square foot house, and I take up one of the bedrooms, and sometimes I work in the garage too so it just depends on what it is and how toxic something is right. yeah this might burn stuff so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna do this when i'm out in the garage yeah yeah that that's really cool i, I i'm glad you're enjoying it i'm glad you enjoyed the town again that we are still in this underground podcast we, yeah. we, we love to talk about the town i know this town is gorgeous like i love it i i'm gonna be honest with you i had some people who were like you're going to Salinas? Yeah. I was like, what's what's wrong with Salinas? Have you not been to some some bad parts of America? Because Salinas is really Sac cute. Sacramento, you know? Yo, like, you know, it's yeah. It's a bigger city. There's worse exactly. parts, I'm sure. Yeah, there's some nastiness in Sacramento. I mean, there's some beautiful parts, but there's some, some nastiness. Anyway, though, Salinas is gorgeous. Uh, yeah, I like that there's a downtown. The downtown's kind of changing. Yeah, we ate there last there. night. We ate at this place called... Um, Little, little, Italy, little Sicily. Oh, really? You yeah. There. I thought I, the whole time I was thinking Patria. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Patria was around the corner. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. And did you guys go out drinking? We didn't go out drinking. We went to the hot tub instead. Yeah, I did have tub. a beer, like in my hot tub. Really? That was nice. Yeah. I was like, okay, I need to. Beers in the hot tub is so it's right? so cold. Have you ever had a beer warm. in the shower? I, I'm not brave that. Please have a beer in the shower. I, I, I want to, and I see sh the shower beer yes. subreddit, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, the subreddit, so cool. yeah. Yeah. Please, the next subreddit. time you have that long day and you just like, just open and drink your beer in the shower. It's cool. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> um, when's the next event for you? Oh, my next event is going to be Sac Anime, which is nice because it's local and I could just drive to it from my house. Yeah. Um, 
stack anime. And then after that will be WonderCon, which is a little bit um, larger of a convention. So there's just more prep, more prep time for it, or more prep to do for it. But yeah, Sack Anime is my next uh, event. It'll I got. Fun. I've been asking this to everybody. So let's say five, ten years down the road, your plan works out exactly how you want it. What are you doing? You're so positive. I love that question. <laughs> well, I'm, it's not I'm going just, to. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I know. Oh, it'll. Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I'll just be making a living as an actress instead. Um, I like to explain to people that with my acting, I don't necessarily want like fame or, or, or you know craziness like that. I just want to make a living. I want to be able to pay my bills and buy my yeah. dog's food and just be able to do what I love. And I think everybody has that kind of dream and I think that everyone should be chasing it because you can do anything. I've I've had paid acting gigs. Like, I know it's possible. Yeah. So, well, especially you know. You can be anything. You're dressed as a character. Yeah, right now, so yeah. You literally can be yeah. anything. Oh yeah. So the acting thing—that that's what you're really. Yeah, really that's just about. that's my just been my passion for life. I'm a true thespian for sure, yeah. um, and cosplay definitely helps with that because I can be whatever character I want without having to audition. Yeah. Um, and a lot of companies sometimes, if they really enjoy who you're portraying and you portray them well, then they'll invite you and perhaps you can come work for them as that character. So then it's like a whole thing, yeah, you know. I've, I worked as Nico Robin and was, you know, paid to represent this character um, last year at AX. So that was really incredible. I feel like there'd be more pressure though as well. It is. But I mean, any job, you know, comes with pressure for sure. Like when you're being paid and you start climbing up that ladder. That's true. Yeah. And has there ever been, because again, the outfits sometimes are pretty skimpy and pretty revealing. Oh yeah. Has there ever been a character that you're like, I want to do that, but I just, it's too revealing or I just can't push myself over that edge? I think there's definitely a time and a place for everything. Um, You just have to know where that is at. If you're going to Disneyland, it may not be the wisest choice to be, um, what's that chain mail chick, Sonya? Sonya, is that, I think that's who she is. I don't know, I think that's who she is. That sounds... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, so or even Nico Robin. Um, she's just wearing chain mail, you know. But she looks amazing. Um, you know, there's a, there's just a time and a place. I definitely think that people should be whatever, like, revealing character they want to be if they want to be it. But just kind of, you know, if there's a lot of... If you're going to a place with a lot of kids, it might be hard to... Yeah to portray the message you want to play or or be like yeah you love this character they're half naked but they're a badass or whatever that five-year-old may not understand and that parent might get mad and that sucks but you know we're still learning as like a whole world and a community they're still learning what how to accept everyone and everything for you know what's going down it's so yeah again i don't get how we could be so against each other as humans you know like male male and females division it's like why why just yeah because again i i see that a lot where people kind of get upset you know at these oh man these these cute girls just want to get in on our turf over here you know like the turf wars yeah exactly well they see like it's the whole gatekeeping thing you know they see themselves as as true gamers or or true this or that and it's like 
Well, this is why I love having these interviews. You know? Yeah. Not, yeah. Not one of you has come on and said, yes, I want as many followers as possible. I want money. I want people to take pictures of my cleavage and, and show them to the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. None of you have done that. All of you oh. are just like, these are characters that I enjoy. And yeah. I chose to be these characters specifically because I like them. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and yeah, and that's where I want to really show off that art. It's like, dude. Oh. Stop. Doing a great job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and this is a small show. It's not really going to okay. make a difference. For, for that one listener listening out there who's like, oh my God, like this is awesome. Then that's I, all. I, it, I yeah. Hope so, yeah. And again, don't be shy. I know sometimes it's like, whoa, she's super attractive. And it's like, hey, can we take a picture? And yeah. be resp- respectful, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, I, there's, there's definitely a lot that people are still learning. A lot of people will ask. Hey, is it is it okay if I hug you? Is it, and some people just automatically hug you. Yeah. And some people don't like that. And you know, it's it's kind of about balancing how you communicate with people. And some people don't want to communicate with people. Yeah. And it, it just it just happens. But we're all learning and we're all getting better. And the message is getting out there of what you know what maybe is more culturally um, appreciated. That younger generation, I think, yeah. is really helping a lot. Yeah, I, think they're, they're, I agree. They're very, very accepting. We talked about it, I think, yesterday, where, like, how oh, if we were in high school, yeah. nowadays, like, yeah. us, the weirdos, the nerds, are the cool people. Now. I know. Like, I know. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. I was, like, so ashamed to like anime. Like, I was, like, the only person I knew who liked Kingdom Hearts, because I was, like, well, there was a couple. I had like maybe two or three friends, but the rest of my school was all like hardcore and indie, the freshest J's and da 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 da, which is fine. But yeah. I didn't have anyone to relate to really, except a couple people. But yeah, nowadays they're everywhere. Like all these nerds, I'm like, yes, you go, you yeah. do your thing, and everybody's starting to get along. I hope. And it seems like slowly it's making a difference. Yeah. If, if I were to find a picture of you in high school and you now, would it be recognizable? No, no, <laughs> no. I was a scene emo kid oh, for sure. I was listening Your to Slipknot. No, I, I was like Slipknot. Slipknot. Oh, okay. I was like Slipknot and Blink-182. So I was like both because my dad's a drummer. So I had that whole life of um, learning that type of music. And then I would kind of use it to my own. So I grew up on like journey and and jefferson starship and so then when i got older and i was like oh slipknot they kind of sound the same but they're more hardcore faster yeah yeah was your dad a working drummer when you were a kid no he stopped when um about when my half brother was born who was two years older than me and then he fully stopped and went into being a chef Oh, wow. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to be a chef. Because he still would, like, drum on the weekends or whenever. And he was like, I'm going to be a chef. And then he, um, you know, had a family and became a chef. He worked for, uh, where did he work for? Like, the Marriott and places like that. Um, And then he hurt himself because cooking is hard as heck. Um, He hurt himself. He actually, like was going to throw something out to one of those giant dumpsters, you know, and the lid came down and smacked his arm and he had to, he, what is this, a tendon? He had to like go in and get a bunch of surgery to fix the tendon. So then he was, he could still drum though, he could still play, which was really lucky. Um, But then he got into IT. So that probably when I was, you know, Are you like a daddy's girl? Are you following his footsteps? I, I don't know. It's okay. You can admit it. You're I in a safe space. I know. I don't. I don't really know. He's kind of just like a really cool big kid, 
that you, yeah, it's so more like that because you could just run around and like goof off. And he was always like, he was a fun, he was a fun dad for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you drum or play any instruments? I can play the drums. Um, I can sort of play the ukulele. I'm still kind of learning it. My husband's Hawaiian, so I'm like, for oh, him, okay. I'm like, he's not native, but he's Hawaiian, so I was like, I'm gonna learn it a little bit. And um, I can also play the piano a little bit. The piano and the drums are the most closely related, like in your They're, brain. It's yeah, crazy. Drummers and pianists. Yeah. How oh, dude. Um, that's about it, though. You know. Damn. Everyone, you're all so multi-talented and do it's so crazy. much. It's crazy. And you're so personal. Like, all, you could, all of you could just talk and have a really good conversation. <laughs> you're like, no, these females just talking. Right? Kidding. Like, oh God, yeah. No, but it's, it's really good. It's really solid information. I've been curious myself. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I was raised with my mom and my sister. Oh, you know? okay. So, like, so you had the ladies. Just, yeah, yeah, you had so, them everywhere. Well, every time, everywhere I go, like, it's not difficult for me. to talk. Usually when I talk to strangers, it's probably going to be a girl or a woman. And to me, it's just like, I think I just mentally relate to them. Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, if you're raised, raised there's so them. much based on how you were raised. It's kind of crazy. I learned in college just about relaying information. You could say one thing, like I'm going to the store to two different people raised two different ways and they will take it two different ways. Yeah. And so things like that happen all the time and people forget, you know, you forget what someone went through that day. Sometimes you don't know like just how, how much they're going through. And you, sometimes it's, you just got to take a step back. And if they're being a dick, you just got to be like, oh, you know what? Oh, well, I don't know. Right. They're probably not mad at me. Yeah. Most of the time, I don't think they are. Some people are just dicks. But <laughs> most <laughs> yeah. of them are not. Most of the world is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. And All right. So do you have any anything any to ask me or anything? Oh, this God. Is, oh, I have a million questions for yeah, you. Right. Just um, what's your... Are you going to be attending more conventions? I, I don't know. I'm very, very busy. Again, I have the regular eight to five job. Yeah. This podcast is now a podcast production company, so Excellent. it's a little network. So good we have for you. three or four other podcasts that yeah. we're working on. We really feel that we've gotten good at social media. Good. We don't have fifty thousand followers. That don't matter. It don't matter. But, but again, local businesses, I believe, are not using. I, I see again cosplayers and other people that are using social media. It's a very cutting edge of marketing. Yeah. And oh, there's yeah. still people that don't even have like a Facebook page. Or oh something. yeah. And I think there's an opportunity there for local businesses to be like, hey, dude, Instagram. Is. It's it's there pretty is. economical. Oh yeah, I um, work for a casino doing IT and this casino hardcore is on social media with all of their programs with their with their poker schedule with their I mean they are pushing it out there so I agree I think local businesses should definitely take advantage of social media yeah. yeah. And you can hire Salad Bites Media if you want it. There you go. <laughs> so Throw yes, your plug yeah. in there. Yeah. Well, I'm working on getting that going, yeah. you know, as a company. I've always wanted my own business since I was a it's, kid. It's fre frequenting. Is that a word? It's being becoming more frequent now, though. A lot of sole proprietors, business people. Yeah. yeah it's becoming It's becoming more. Our generation, I think we kind of got turned off of that corporate gig. Yeah. Working 40 years for GM yeah. or something yeah. just so they can fire you when they need to make cuts. Exactly. We yeah. realize that that's what happened to our parents, I think. 
And so we're like, fuck that. YOLO, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, hey, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. If, if, I, if I'm going to crash and burn at some point, it's exactly. going to be something that I enjoyed and that I did. Oh, yeah. Or if I'm going to succeed, it's my success. Exactly. And we also have, you know, we're kind of slowly getting into a new area of politics. So I think it is important for the younger generation to definitely pay attention to the best of their ability yeah. or at least take the time to kind of learn so that way you can be successful and see kind of what's happening around you to um, to be successful and grow your business and be, yeah. yeah. Like, who are you? I, I, damn it, you got, you made my philosophy come out. Yes, now. I know. But I, I, again, this whole who are you? Yeah. It's existential. I love existentialism, especially absurdism. Albert Camus is yes. my shit. Oh. Um, and... So that's, I'm constantly, like, I, I, I admire people that are just so confident and going about their life because I'm, like, every day I'm, I'm trying to figure out who am I? Oh, yeah. What makes me it's happy? It's forever. You know, you change all the time. Yeah. I know, like, 40 to, to 70-year-old people who are still kind of learning things. And, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. It's a way to do it. And you can, again, what I guess what I'm trying to get at is whoever's listening is you don't really have to be in a cosplaying or podcasting. There's something that you enjoy doing that you actually can succeed in, and yes. maybe you won't get paid or you can't do it, you know, as a full-time job. Yeah. But it'll be an outlet for you. It'll make your yeah. regular life better because you, you'll again, you'll understand yourself better. And yeah. if you understand yourself, I think you'll be yes, you will be successful strangers. if you think you're gonna be successful. You're just going to find success. Like, if you have that drive, like when I tell people I'm an actress, it's because I have this fiery acting passion that burns in my heart that I know I will succeed. Like, you don't even have to tell people. You just kind of know. And I think if you can have that inside you, then you will be able to do whatever you want. you got to believe in yourself. Heck, yes. It's, it's, it's Confidence is important, and everyone has it. Remember that. That's the two, yeah, two major things in life, confidence and attitude. Yes, and yes, yes. Just, oh, so attitude so is so important. Yeah. yeah. I feel you. Very much so. And you know, you always have to deal with people. You're, you're like an expert in this. Like, I try. You talk to so many people. <laughs> Um, but anyway, we were plugging your stuff. We were Heck. plugging, plugging your Heck. projects, your your Instagram, Sparkle Stash. Yes, that just Sparkle Stash. It's a. I worked at a bar, and my like bar handle, my my opener was a mustache, and I had a glittery shirt on, and I needed an Instagram because my friend wanted me to look at a picture, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna name myself Sparkle Stash because I'm 21, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, so that's just it. Just kind of so stuck. Now, now and, yeah. Stuck. Anyway, sparkle yeah, Sparkle Stash. If it works out, you can, again, I'm sure there's links to your... Yes. You can, um, if you wanted to call them heads, so eight by ten. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, as a cosplayer, there's a lot of things we do to help support what we do. Um, and that's like selling prints, selling prints online, having a Patreon, and having whatever you want on that Patreon. Because um, there's something for everybody. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, having... You know, people donate, working with other people, collaborating. Um, yeah, so uh, we have prints. Like, I have a print store. I have a Facebook. I, have, I do Twitch. I stream. I did a live stream yesterday, walked around, made sure I showed everybody. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a lot. My acting side's a little bit in a different way. I use a different acting name, all that good stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Somebody's gonna make the connection. They will, I think so. One day. We'll see. Twitch. It'll be fun. It's like Marky Mark to Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. You're right. like, what? I don't know. As long as you didn't have to do that because you almost killed somebody. I mean. Like Mark Wahlberg, they can get away with it. Yeah, I know. Everyone loves him all of a sudden. It's like, you know, he almost killed a guy. Dude, Hollywood's crazy. And you want to go into that match. I know, I know. I think, but again, if you have the right confidence and the right attitude, you're, you can handle you can, situations yeah, and you people. Can, you can, yeah, you can stay away from all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, so Sparkle Stash on Instagram. Mm-hmm. There's a link tree in there. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. How did you know? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah. They, yeah. Yes, I've got so lucky. I got next to the best marketers in the whole oh, place. Oh, heck. And all you came on, it was it was cool. Um, Thank you for having us. Like we definitely really enjoy this. I, I I love it. I love having to come up with questions on the fly. Yeah. I'm just recycling oh, it's a fun. bunch at this point. That's okay. But I saw yesterday you interviewed this guy over here who was like a wrestler. He said he got stabbed, stabbed. in Pokemon Go. Yeah. I was like, whoa, man. I was like, well, that's, that's a story. We definitely intense. have to get you on. Yeah. What a what a day. It was so much fun. Yeah. We're, we're almost to the end here, but no worries. What's your? Oh wait, no. We're keep your name separate. Your Sparkle. Oh, name. my acting name. I know. It's because it's in transition of two different names, so I haven't like come out with it yet for like all of my like following. Um, but you haven't updated your IMDb. Yeah, no, no, I haven't updated that yet, which I need to. But yeah, yeah, it'll get there. Yeah, hell yeah. But anyway, th- thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this was so much fun. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to editing this. Oh, I, I know. Hours and hours worth of stuff. I'm not going to edit anything out of the content out. Oh, man. It's great. I went on a podcast once. I've been on a couple, and I went on this one, one, one time, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll have it edited and done in about a year. What the fuck? I was like, what? We're well, on I mean, release on Tuesday. That's, that's fine. But he was like, yeah, I'm really backed up right now. And I was like, okay. I mean, whatever works for you, yeah. just... Let me know. Nothing that I said is going to be relevant <laughs> at that point. I know. Uh, you know, actually, I, I, I was talking to Cammy, and I was like, where is the cosplay podcast? I know. Right? And how, I, it's cool because like, for people kind of like me who are interested in the person behind, like, who are they? I, I don't know any of the characters, so I can't get excited about it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. Ariel, and I, I know um, Snow yeah. White, like, yes. That's I okay. I understand, though. Yeah. But also, for the cosplaying community themselves, you know, when somebody figures out actuators to make their wings move or yeah. something, yeah. it's going to be pretty neat. So, and you guys have a group there. We do. Uh, we. I'm very lucky to have such... And they're even giving a panel right now on like this incredible um, community. But I'm very lucky to have such a community to be a part of in Northern California of such very strong cosplayers who help want to send that positive message and have everyone involved. And you know, very lucky. You can but, do it in podcast form. I know, right? That's smart. That's smart. I think it's. Be, I mean, I don't know if there are any. I'm not. I'm not in. in I don't. That not that I know of. Well, there can be. Cammy, I know we gotta go tell. We gotta go tuck our Cammy slice. Yeah, Cammy well, slice. I was, I was mentioning. I was like, come on, and now you know somebody that produces podcasts. This is I true. Can, I can this help is true. You out. I mean, you're oh. in Sacramento, but the internet. Internet, man. Skype, Zoom. Oh we'll, yes. We'll figure out a way, but yeah. I think it'd be neat. It'd be, I, I just love talking to you guys. You guys have so such great information. Such good. Oh, thank talk. you. Yeah, and yeah. If you guys get together. I'm sure it'll. Oh yeah, be we're we're a bunch of hams for yeah. sure. It'd be so cool to hear that. You know. 
your little debrief of whatever con you went to that weekend. Yeah. I don't know. I encourage everybody to start a podcast. Yeah, so cool. I love that. What if you have like podcast wars though? Well, that does that happen? Like, do you guys like have podcast clashes? No, I think it's kind of like the cosplaying community in that it's so small oh. and everybody's supportive. Oh, you know? I love it. It's a, you know there is some kind of like critical like oh your audio can do this or that but yeah. there's very little of like fuck these people don't listen. Good. To this, you know? Good. It's just we yeah. all realize how the struggle. You know? Yeah. We're yeah, all yeah. in it. Yeah. And um, I, f- I feel that. I totally get you. It's yeah. a cool community, and I get the feeling that the cosplaying community is like that. It's still growing, you know, and yeah. it's, it's in gonna 10 years, it's going mm-hmm. to be somewhere, and you're going to have your own company yeah. with 50 cosplayers. It's going to be great. You're gonna be, you're gonna, yeah. You'll be an Oscar. You'll be Oscar nominated. Oh, you're gonna, so I'm kind. I'm blow you up so much. Oh, you're a definite Oscar winner. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll be on, Nominated's fine. I'll like take it. IT work as well. Yes, of course. I will take a role as a cosplaying IT person, and that will be so canon. That, so, that's yeah. So cool. I love your backstories and yeah. learn some of who the characters are. I'm gonna forget yeah. as soon as that's I hit fine. stop. I, I forget half the time. I'll be at a convention. I'm like, I don't know what this is, but you are really cool looking, and it's from like this random like six page story that someone made up and you're like that's cool well i'm sure i mentioned it earlier i'm sure somebody will recognize them and they'll feel so happy yes that's one of the best feelings it's definitely when someone recognizes who you are and they really also like the work and then it's just it's a whole basket of fun yeah well this was a basket of fun yay thank you it was was so cool it went so quickly like 40 minutes so it's a I'm little, sorry. Little, no, no. I, I don't. You all keep I talk a bit. I keep saying that to everybody. There, you apologize. And I'm I like, don't know. Because so cool. we feel like we talk a lot, so we're like. La, 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 la. I, well, it's great stuff, you know. That's stuff, true. Well, I'm learning. I, don't know, the I mean, it's fine. Like, yeah. Come on. But I, I love Aww. learning about it. I love, you know, letting you go. And, they were great conversations. So yes. Great conversation. Great this, this one was as well. If we had beers right now. I'm just teasing. I, I wanted to bring a little thing of whiskey feel, yeah. to make a little Irish coffee. Oh, that'd be a and nice time. I was time. like, why do I always have to be that guy? <laughs> that guy. You're that guy. The, I feel you. The, the local yeah. kid-friendly Oh, man. Like, I know a person who does a, bod- a podcast above a bar. Oh, we record at a bar. We, oh, we yes. We do it in the bar. Yes, do it in we the bar. Sundays at a bar. Life. Before they open, but. Yes. That's a mood. <laughs> cool. A, a beer. I mean, first we started because we were so nervous. We had to be buzzed to yeah, do it. Yeah. Now There's it, some it, times. It, it's yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we could go on for hours. For sure. We, I'll have next year. Have I know. Year. Oh, Yay. If, I, if you're in a con around here, I'll show up with Yeah. Well, I'll go ahead and make sure to get your info up on my Instagram so that way people know where you're going to be in the future. We know we're going to see you at more cons, hopefully. Yeah, hell yeah. And yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah, we'll, I'll get a picture and then we'll I'll tag yes. you and all that. It'll be fun. But anyway, spark, Sparkle. 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 I know Sparkle's fine. Sparkle, Stash, Chrissy, whatever. I just respond to most things. Is it weird when your parents call you? I'm not don't say what they call you, but I'm sure they call you something like that unique is it weird when you hear it from them no not at all they're just they don't even kind of get it like my dad my dad kind of gets cosplay but he doesn't he he like knows what my name is or my handle but he doesn't and then my mom kind of gets it you think it's weird for him to see his daughter and like 
No, because he's a musician. You're wearing like a, yeah. a sheet right now. I know, right? <laughs> he um he he gets oh, it. Yeah. yeah. He's like doing backstage. Yeah. Bro, what you're doing is yeah. tame. He he totally gets it. He's seen like some shit. I want so. to do a podcast with him. Yeah, Imagine he's a he's stories. a ham. I'd be like, you don't listen to that. Yeah. He's got some stories. He's funny. Um, so cool. I'll have to tell him. He'd be like, "What's a podcast?" I'll be like, "Oh, we talked about you for a while." Yeah, I'll be like, "Dad, it's like it's like radio," and he'll be like, "Oh." That, that's exactly how I, I describe it. Be like, "What's yeah. a podcast?" It's like a radio show that's on yeah. the internet. Yes, and it's free. That's yes, it's free. free. Yeah. All right, Sparkle. Thank you. We're like two I know. high school friends that haven't seen each other. I in know. Like forever. It was, it was Thank, you. Thank you. This is so fun. On. For sure. Thank you. Thank you, everyone.